Thank you for joining us on the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe. Give us a rating you feel we deserve and leave a comment. Follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can always email us at jrepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey, gang, if you are in Ottawa, be sure to check out our sponsor for this podcast, Ward 14. Ward 14 is Ottawa's first and only consignment bar. That's right. Everything inside the bar is for sale. The bar stools, the bar tops, the board games, the fish. I don't know about the fish, but everything pretty much is for sale in this bar. They have a lovely food menu. They have uh, great specialty drinks. The staff are awesome. Uh, It's a quaint little place. If you're looking for a place to go in Ottawa, it's in the heart of Ottawa's Little Italy. Check them out. Ward 14, 139 Preston, right beside the fire station. Uh, Ward 14, sweet little consignment bar. Check them out if you are in Ottawa. Thanks so much. Welcome to the Step Grand 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 Step Grand Grand Step Grand 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 You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Yes, 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 yes. We're back. We are back. Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Uh, as Kamar just stated, I am your host, Matt Floyd, joined by Kamar. Yo. And Simon. Hello. Uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, uh, the format's very simple. We have all listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week, and uh, we're going to rate each episode. We're going to talk about uh, things they spoke about, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Kamar, how was your week? Oh, man, I had a great week. Uh, Ultra Music Festival. I remember I told you. Oh, well, you saw it. You yeah. know who showed up there? Hold on. Let's. You weren't there. I, I wasn't there, but they streamed the thing live on YouTube. Okay. Um, you know who showed up there? Go on. Diamond Dave. <laughs> Who's Diamond Dave? Uh, Dave Lee Roth. <laughs> oh, of course. Obviously. Big surprise. Be- because Armin Van Buren does a remix of Jump. Oh, so David Lee Roth showed up. That's to, unreal. <laughs> just the man showing up everywhere. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, and then I had the big show roast beef dinner last night at uh, Lieutenant's Pump. Really cool. It. Have you been to Lieutenant's Pump? Did they renovate in the last? Like, <laughs> they got a they got a room in the back, but it's like long. Okay. And the stage is smaller than the ottoman there. Okay. And uh, they have a camera, with, so people can't see the stage. There's a TV screen. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. So you enjoyed the show? I enjoyed the show thoroughly. I was Excellent. really. I, I hope it's going to be a really good room. Great stuff, Simon. How was your week? It was very good. Thank you. Yeah, you can tell. I was just um, opening up my trusty book here, and it seems like a really long time since I listened to Lenny Clark. Yes, twelve seventy seems like a really long time ago. A lot of guesses week. Yeah, it was a long. It was a long Joe Joe Rogan week. So we should probably uh, get into it. Um, how many Jamies do you give the week, Kamar? How many Jamie Vernons do you give the week? I give the week uh, 3.5 Jamies. Simon? I just have to remind myself who was in the week. Remind me who was in the week. It was uh, Lenny Clark. Solid. Yeah, followed by... Oh, Billy Corbin. Yeah, Billy Corbin. Yeah, Cocaine Cowboy Director. Okay. 
followed by uh, then it was the, the Victorian yeah, uh, Medicine yeah. Woman. Yeah, I actually couldn't listen to that one. Oh, Truth comes out. Ron Funches. Ron Funches, and then it ended with uh, a Greek professor from Nicholas Yale, Nicholas Christakis. Oh, thank it. you, okay, thank yeah. you, sir. Thank you. So, Simon, what do you give the week? So, yeah, I'm gonna that? give the week like a three point seven five. Yeah. Pretty standard. Well, yeah, I mean, I couldn't like if you have. Uh, I don't know. I don't have a good stomach for listening to pain and shit like that. So once the once the nail went through the urethra, I had to tune out for that one. But for the rest of the ones I listened to, I guess yeah, I'd uh, I'd give it a three point five. There it is. Wow, we are really close on this three one. and a half. Jamie Vernon's out of five. So there you have it. Do you want to do you want to start with the number sign? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, get right into it. No tw- point. in beating around the bush that's it uh 1270 lenny clark and uh just before and his we brother s- and his brother mike clark i Correct. think was his name i didn't even write it down Club um on. just before we start this one off both kamara and i when this was done said that this is now a new bar was set for comedians on the joe rogan show because he was fucking hilarious and forthright and honest I, I, That's what I appreciate of him as well. I thought it was definitely an incredible episode. I don't know that he set a new bar. I've, there's other comedians that have been on and been, I think, as good. But as many stories about other comics and stuff. Listen, he's been in the game so long. And as many stories about fucking up. Yeah. Listen, I loved it. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people, though, love... Um, like I love a former drug addict stories when a lot of... When like they've turned their life around and they're like doing well. You know what I mean? Like he... That's him. That's it. That's what I'm saying. So like hearing all of his like... That was the one thing I didn't like. Yeah. Is I, that I, I can't relate to sober people. So I just... It seems weird to me that he and he's tells gone, all these fun stories. He, but he has gone him. to the moon and back. Yeah. But he said, he's like, I missed that shit for sure. I mean... Yeah, no, no. Like, I, I have that know? written down where yeah. Joe's like, so do you ever miss that? And I think his exact quote is, yeah. Yeah. He's like, every day. day. Yeah. <laughs> of course. He's he, but he is a living legend, and his name's been brought up so many times in podcasts. So many times, I had no idea who they were talking about. Really? Oh, really? You I never o- saw Rescue I Me. I only yeah, know I him good. from Rescue okay, Me. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Where and he you was, didn't know that he was where Lenny he was Clark, so though. funny. I didn't know he was Lenny Clark. Now that I look back on that show after hearing this podcast, that whole character was based on his life. Uncle, uh, what the fuck was his name? Well, yeah, even when he goes to kill the guy that ran over Dennis Leary's kid. Or yeah. doesn't he kill the he guy? He kills, that, yeah. yeah. He's, so, he's you know, the one that like goes the, in He and tells that him. story. Yeah. He's been everywhere. He Why? Just, is that a real story that happens? No, but remember, doesn't he tell a story about someone in his life getting hurt and he's like, I was going to go kill them? Doesn't it? Wasn't that? Or maybe I'm... Maybe I've listened to too many fucking podcasts. It'd be interesting, though, if he were to come back on again, if it sort of was more like this... I felt the first time Ron White was on, it was like all stories. And then the second time was stories and talk about that, which may be, um, whereas Lenny Clark would just had every story, every, but again, he's so, he's been around so long. Like they ran the Boston, his brother ran the Boston comedy scene. He ran with Dennis Leary, Kinnison. Like he's think about it. He had stories about like, Oh yeah. When I was performing with Rodney Dangerfield and when, I mean, he had stories about like for days about everything. Yeah, I mean, Lenny Clark's a fucking legend. Uncle Teddy. That's an Uncle Teddy, yeah. yeah. There you go. I looked through all my notes. It was my first note. Have you ever seen the tough crowd with uh, Lenny Clark, Dennis Leary, and and Greg Giraldo? Where Greg Giraldo goes in on on Dennis Leary? For not being a real comic? 
kind of yeah and like and lenny clark's sitting right there and like they're like best friends and i just remember thinking like wow good for geraldo to like he well because dennis leary dennis leary during the thing is like oh i didn't know you were going to show up with a bunch of like uh ready to go stuff and geraldo looks at dennis leary and goes yeah no who would have thought that a bunch of comedians would have showed up to a comedy show with a bunch of uh like bits ready to go dennis this is our job maybe you should think about it next time and, and you're just like holy fuck it was great Anyway, rest in peace, Geraldo. Geraldo, Greg Geraldo. I thought you were talking about he's Geraldo amazing. Rivera. No, no I said light. Greg Geraldo. I was like, what the fuck? He's a comedian? What's Greg the, what Geraldo would be the best. If oh, Greg Geraldo was, alive, yeah, he, he was, was awesome. He, he was one of my favorites. He was man. so amazing. He was, he was so great. Funny. He was so amazing. Yeah. Um, great story where he's like, yeah, they, they pick me up six in the morning, tell me we're going to a rave. I get in the car. Next thing I know, I'm at an AA meeting. <laughs> 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 it was just classic. No, he was so honest, and uh, he talked about his failures as much as his successes and debauchery. He had a great AA line. Do you have it written down, Simon? I might get to it. Okay. You can't... Um, you know it, Kamara. You don't can't you? stay clean from yesterday's shower or something yeah. like that? Yeah, thank you. That was it. Can't stay clean from yesterday's shower. It's a good one. It's a great one. He, yeah, he just had so many stories being locked in the... Um, they locked him in the fridge, in the so he fridge, drank off the So alcohol. he wouldn't go on, but he, he showed them by drinking all the liquor in there. So funny. Listen, he was great. I mean... Did you watch Rescue Me? Of course. Every season. Because Uncle Teddy is the best character on that show. Yeah, he was. And he, he, he might have got exactly nominated Exactly like what I imagine Lenny Clark was like. It's just a shame you don't ever. Well, maybe when he, when, when him really and the uh, grandfather get the hookers at the house, and they have the midget living there with them, the, who's in love with Uncle Teddy. Do you remember that? It's the black midget course, or yeah, little yeah. person. I rather. cannot say or watch this show that much. Do you remember the scene? The uh, there's a scene in Rescue Me where they have to go to uh, sensitivity training. Do you remember that scene, Simon? I do. Yeah. That's one of the best scenes in television ever. Well, that's actually a bit that. Um, Dennis Leary, Leary did? did, yeah. Okay, well, it's better in, like, I found it better in scene form, it, it, it I guess. It is, yeah. No, I just... Just the way it played out. It's good, yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge Dennis Leary fan, comedy-wise, but that show just doesn't get enough respect because it was super funny. Rescue uh, Me? Yeah. No, it's a classic. No, listen, I bet you tons of people don't even know that show exists. I bet you tons of people don't even know Dennis Leary Keep exists. in mind, it was an FX show, and Dennis Leary hasn't been relevant in comedy since fucking it's No old. Cure for it's Cancer. It's old. I know, but it it's got to be 25 years old now. FX? No, it is not 25 years old. It was a good show, R- Rescue Me? You're Jamie, can you look that up for us? I'm telling you. That's what I'm going to do every time we have a question. I'm going to look over to that computer to nobody and ask him to look at it. You're telling me that one day we're going to be able to afford it. Simon, you're telling me that like season one was in like 1996, 97? That's what I'm thinking. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I'd say 2003 or four. They're using flip phones for sure. It's 2003 or four. Guaranteed. Kamar's going to look it up. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I agree. No, not, Simon. Not a hill I want to die you missed, on. You missed the point I was making. Was It was an FX show, so... Given that it's an old FX show, it wouldn't have gotten a lot of play. Right, yeah. No, I didn't watch it on FX. I didn't even know I it was on it. FX. I watched it on DVD. Okay, okay, after. okay, okay, okay. Go. What year did it start? I said 2003 I said it was 25 years ago. I don't even know what that year is. It but premiered uh, 2004. Oh, very good, Matt. Very good. Still. And when did it conclude? Eight years later. I was going to say seven years later. So 2011. 2011. Wow, Matt. You I'm a really real a Rescue fan. Me fan. Yeah. Real <laughs> closet September, Rescue September Me fan. September 7th. 
Is that weird? Just oh no, I thought uh, it was no, the whole, 11. You know two days before I should, one. I should have thought about this more. The whole show focuses around nine eleven. So it has like, to be post nine eleven. I could have worked that out in my head. Yeah. Dummy. You're on the spot. It's hard. Jesus. I mean, even if it started nine eleven, that's almost twenty years ago yeah, now. It's so you're not. Point. I know is, where your head is. It was yeah. a long time ago. He told the best story about getting a movie deal. Which one? Exactly, <laughs> where he was going to make like five million dollars. The Asian guy, and right before no, fucked, that's a different story. He fucked it up, and right before he was going to close the deal, the guy was like, "So can you act?" He's like, "I'm pretending I like you." Yeah, <laughs> and the guy yeah. fired yeah. him. Yeah, he said, "Get out." Yeah, <laughs> I love too that he's like, "I, I threw away five million dollars right there." It, it was just amazing. So he's so forthright. he's so rich. Where did he make all his money? Rescue me! But I mean, we lost all that. He had Lenny. He was a. He had his own show. Oh, Lenny was a show on. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. You're okay. forgetting too, though. He talked about throwing away five million dollar deals here and there. So, so it, like, if, it just it, shows you that he's probably making. If five he was destitute oh, right now, that's he, what I'm saying. If he was destitute right now, he could not tell those stories. Right. Yeah. With yeah. The frivolity that he did. No, but I mean, think about it. Yeah, exactly. He also, I don't even think he was pushing anything, was he? He didn't he's have a comfortable. Book or, well, no, but he's in great shape. That's what it was. He's just no, but I mean. There was no per, like he didn't go on because he's on tour or has a book yeah, or a movie I coming out. Like I think the, he was just there as a. It was about time. Comedian. He had Steve Sweeney on. He's got to have Lenny Clark on. Just to make your heart shine a little bit, boys. At one point, he says, "I was doing some shithole in Toronto, or maybe or Ottawa. Ottawa. Yeah. That was a nice moment. Yeah, yeah. I was immediately <laughs> thinking it was definitely Ottawa. It was definitely yeah. Ottawa. I know the shithole. Yeah. As soon as he like, you do not. Because it was... Um, no, it would have been uh, years ago. That It was on Bay, I think. You know what? What, the Yuck Yucks on Bay? For the sake of this podcast, I know the you shithole. You know the shithole. Yeah, you exactly. know the owner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the same owner. Um, yeah, oh, no. It, oh, and Ridley Scott. Sorry, that was another... Uh, Ridley Scott didn't like how much he swore and fired him. I just love the Asian guy. What was the Asian story? So there's like some big Hollywood producer at like a... At like a, oh, I a party that. walked up to him and like I guess they had already had it like he liked working with him he was like you're a great guy we're gonna get this deal done and then apparently this Asian guy walked up to him after him was like you know I gotta be honest like everyone likes you I don't really get it and he was like what did he call him it's like the classic quintessential like Oh, Hop Singh. He goes, yeah, listen, Hop Singh. He goes, stick around. Oh, that was it. Stick around, Hop Singh. You'll, you'll find you'll out. You'll get it. Yeah. yeah. And then and then he gets a call the next He gets a call the next day, and they're like, yeah, that's the producer's yeah. right-hand man. You're yeah. done. Yeah. That was another $5 million yeah. deal. And they say we were, we were uh, culturally insensitive back then. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Hop Singh. That's he's like, very progressive. He's so that's funny. I could totally see him and Dangerfield hanging out like that. And and by hanging out, I mean his giant dick hanging out of his pants. And the fact that he's he's talking to Dangerfield and Dangerfield's ca- calling him kid. Yeah. And when he's like probably well, he was a kid age. back well, then. Everyone's well, a kid to, to Dangerfield. To Rodney. And his stories were the best. Most gave me the feeling of what Sam Kinison was like. Oh, oh for fuck sure. Those Sam of, of anyone stories. who's told anyone for like, sure that was crazy. That was the I willed it. <laughs> the Columbia. <laughs> oh, I willed yeah. it. I willed it. But all the stories come from him coming out of a stupor, you know, fucking up and then going back in the stupor and succeeding. Hey, the beast! <laughs> yeah. he, he, he was just, he was just a maniac, a tour de force. Now keep in mind, I know that Peter Griffin, the character from Family Guy, is based in Rhode Island, which is like a 40 minute drive from Boston, but there were so many times during this episode where I was like, fuck, he sounds like Peter Griffin. Like 100%. Bang uh, on. I didn't get that. 
Listen again. I'll, I'll go back I mean, to again, listen, yeah. like I'm saying, it's all that region. That whole Boston region sounds give has a, that same sound. <laughs> I can't give you any of it. I'm fucking I'm retarded right now. By the way, Kamar. Whoa. I, I listened to last Mentally week's episode. I yawn a hundred times. I'm so tired. And then our math is just terrible. I mean, you actually worked the math out quickly, but. Well, he I, took it on his calculator. No, he didn't. But I'm also good <laughs> at math. And like, it was, that was sad. One thing I've learned about math is if you say the answer very confidently, it sounds more correct. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So he punches a guy in the face in the, in the crowd, middle of a show and then gets back up and finishes. But the, I love to lost the crowd. I love too how he's like, I had really lost them. It yeah. took another 40 minutes to maybe kind of get and them Joe's back. And Joe's like, you went back. Yeah. <laughs> he's just insane. He's just the craziest. Like that. There is no one. Well, I don't know everything and there must be, but I don't know anyone who's like that at all. Like comedians that party hard. Just to. Uh, sorry, I messed all that. Well, but I think it's also you have to hit a level to be able to party that hard. No, no. He when he's talking about like in his prime, say like he was just starting out. It was just different. Like there's a lot more money in it and stuff. Yeah, but that's uh, what I'm saying is he was making like three grand a week. He was saying in you know cocaine. I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> his prime. Take it half in coke and half in cash. His prime was disco. He said it just to bring it full he was circle. Amazing dancer. Yeah. I yeah. Could dance. He was yeah. an amazing dancer. <laughs> just like I said, I could imagine Joe Fucking dancing. Hilarious. I could imagine Lenny dancing. He opened for Aerosmith. What what's with these comics back in the day opening for the rock and roll? It acts? still happens today. Rock and roll acts see them and say, "Hey man, you're really, hilarious. Eh? Would you do that in front of our show?" God, it's so weird. It's the absolute wrong crowd. Uh, these people are waiting for like Aerosmith to come out, and you're sending out some. I mean, maybe Lenny Clark, but whatever. If you anybody. You're sending out a comedian like they're going to get eaten alive. Do you remember SARS Fest in Toronto? Well, I I remember it happened. Okay. Wasn't it Metallica that was headlining it? It, Either way. It was so huge. The the main headliner was like a massive hard rock band. And I remember Justin Timberlake had to play just before them. And I've never seen more bottles get thrown on stage. It was fucking shocking. Did any hit him? I'm sure some In the UK, those bottles are filled with piss. Yeah. They've been doing it for a while. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, he he worked with everybody. He worked with uh, tons of musicians. Roy Orbison, um, Ray Charles, Ray Charles. Ray Charles yeah. yeah, he had great stories about them. Ray but, Charles, you're the best comedian I've never seen. That was great. That was great. <laughs> he had the, he just had the best stories, and he was on fire. And I wasn't hating it. Like I, you might expect. Oh me no, to I could have soaked. From, no, I knew you couldn't hate. You couldn't this hate, one. hate him. There's you no way. You hate can't, hate, him. You can't hate a legend it. in the game. But I just wanted to say to back that up. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait opened for Nirvana. You know who opens well, for Jim Metallica Brewer now? Still opens yeah. for, Jim yeah. Brewer opens for Metallica. Who I love. I have always loved Jim Brewer. I'm Big J opened for Corn. There's that one guy By the who way, opened I was just for Billions. the Insane Clown Posse. I was just watching Billions. Great show. Big J's in that. No, he's no, a drug no, no, dealer, no. right? The other guys. Oh, he's in he it. He makes one, an appearance but when, they Montre- when they go Dan to Montreal. For Metallica. Dan Soder is on every episode. He's... Dollar Bill? No, no. He's Who's Dan Soder. Dan Soder and Big J Okerson do the yeah, uh, so bonfire. So I'm trying to think of who he's, he is. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he's like the big, tall, lanky, goofy looking guy who has a really deep voice. But he has like a, hmm. he's, is he in season one? Cause I'm only through season one. He's in season one, but he doesn't really start coming into play until. Okay. Season Cause I'm, two, I just yeah. finished season but one. But I'll, I'll show him you a picture of him. You, you've got to watch the, um, I believe it's the roast of Luis J. Gomez. Yeah. Where uh, Soder and uh, Big J are there, and Big J gets up the dice and goes off on Dan Soder 
for holding out on signing on the bonfire contract because dad's like oh you know billions we gotta see where this is going or whatever and like it was like i don't know two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year or whatever to both of them and he he was stressing jay out and he's put it all out there on him and it was really funny it was real oh it was real wow but i mean in laughing again once you get the bag everyone's happy do you think those contracts get paid out in a lump sum or do they just pay you like a like a regular salary probably salary you think they yeah fire you anytime oh i guess that's why they pay or you whatever it is so they could fire you at any time or they fire you and then it goes into dealing with it or whatever yeah. as you can tell i love this episode but he thought that you get aids through mosquitoes that was incredible that was adorable that was great well that's just playing it safe ignorant but safe <laughs> <laughs> well even then joe was like jamie actually google that <laughs> Uh, either way, Some, someone's got to talk. Yeah, well, you both chose to fucking take a swig there no, after you I made a statement, so you pretty much left it on me. Isn't that what I do? I make the statement, <clears throat> drop the mic. People, yeah. gotta, people gotta think for a second on that because yeah. that's deep. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. Mosquitoes I giving you AIDS. I is didn't very mean deep. to do that. Um, it's ignorant, but not harmless. I think that it's healthier, right? I guess. Joe. Whoa. Joe contends that the biggest effect that porn has had on society is the shaving of pubes. Mm -hmm. Agree or disagree? Disagree. That's the biggest effect? Get the fuck out of here. It's a big effect. I mean, you talk about like insensitivity towards each other and. Uh, disposable relationships. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, there's a, I think there's a lot bigger the desensitization yeah. of the. Uh, I think it makes it a society. big difference, but uh, I don't think that's the main effect no. I had on society. I think that like 12 year olds are big. eating ass on the first date now is probably a bigger Facetious. issue. Than, and I got a oh big bush, God. you know? No, it's different for Just men. Switch it up. Yeah, his Kinnison stories were out of control, man. Yeah, but I don't think anyone has un-out-of-control Kinnison stories. No, but he um, was there. Like, Mark that, Maron lived with him. That are but, not out of control. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, there aren't, good. there's no, like... He was always yeah, out Kinnison of control. and I just had a night in. We watched a movie, and uh, we He was out of control, early. and like, then those, he died. You know what I mean? He lived out of control, then he died. Yeah. I love <laughs> how he says to uh, Lenny, listen, Lenny, I know you're married. Things are about to get out of control. I yeah. think you should leave. <laughs> <laughs> if if you if you stay here, <laughs> the orgy was starting, and then the next, and then day, he comes back, and there's like all these strippers in the room, and they're crying, and he doesn't know what happened. Blood the whole place is trash. I love to always like Tito. If you know, if if you're here, if you're listening to this, find me. I want to know what happened in there that night. Partially, it sounds horrible, but. To me, it sounds it sounds romantic. I'm sorry. No, it was great. I mean, Don't know I, what my defect is. It makes me regret never really doing drugs. <clears throat> kind of wish I could go back to a bunch of coke. <sighs> There's still time, man. No, yeah, always it's time. A, it's a you bit, can, bit late in the game. No, just need some donations. Now, <laughs> now you're going to get a little fentanyl boost in there. Did you hear about that? I mean, that was a bad joke, but did you hear about that? That's really tragic. Eight kids in like one hour. In Ottawa. Yeah. It's crazy. Could be good, man. It could get a lot of people off coke. Well, out of all the drugs that you don't need to do now, there's number one because yeah. it's just not worth that. the The payoff of coke yeah, just just smoke some weed the, or whatever. Do some mushrooms. That was brutal. Why not just smoke some weed? Fuck's wrong with you? Because coke and weed, I don't think, are an equivalent uh, trade off. Okay. 
Anyway. On that somber note. (laughs) Anyways, um, again, Joe talked about... I was just going to say Roseanne and her fucking head injury. No. He he talks about that every episode. Every episode. Especially anyone that has to do with Kinnison. Did you know know Kinnison was in an accident when he was young? I knew. Hit by a car? Only because of Joe, though. It's now a Roseanne Kinnison story. Uh, I know. That is not what I was going to say. They both were separate stories. What is Joe's new fetish? Meteors? No. It's a television show. Oh, Ma- oh Miss yeah. Ma- Marvel Miss Maisel, Maisel. Yeah, 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 which yeah. is yeah. So he talked about it again, and I said to myself, you know what, I I gotta stop fighting. Hold on, and you went, just, hold on, hold on. I gotta, hold I gotta on. give in. This one, there was a, a natural segue to it because Lenny Clark had hung out with Lenny Bruce's mom. Right, that was a crazy story. That so makes sense. that makes sense for then for Joe to be like, oh, since you knew someone that this show is based around, there was a Joe Rogan meme yesterday. That was about Miss Maisel. And I was like, yeah, there it is. Of course. Jump the shark. I don't yeah. have to watch it anymore. Oh, I thought you were going to go back and just no, I can't, proclaim I can't your go, love for I the show. I can't go back and watch it, man. <laughs> I'm not going to. That was a crazy story you talked about Lenny Bruce's mom yeah. getting raped. Oh, your name? Yell, oh, that's crazy. Yelling at yeah. the rapist. Stop that's, raping me. I'm all. crazy. Unbelievable. Um, I also just like the introduction, too. Like, what do you do? I'm a comedian. Amazing. My son was a comedian. What's your name, Lenny? My son's name was Lenny. Just like, holy fuck, yeah. this is Lenny Bruce's mom. He's a living legend. You know who else was a living legend? Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason. You know what yep. he was super into? UFOs. You oh know who else God. was into UFOs? Lenny. Lenny. Yeah, buddy. Um, he was into UFOs. So the Germans were working on saucers the americans found them after the war they, um, they they made one that worked did they not i don't know if it actually flew but what's more interesting that they were working on was this thing called deglocka the bell it was this bell-shaped thing and it was apparently they were trying to make a time machine and they were like super they were spending a lot of resources to try and make this happen because they thought if they could go back, obviously the best way to win a war is to go before that war started and, you know, just take care of the people who are opposing you and put down the right bets. Yeah. I don't know if they were so <laughs> concerned about the whole back to the future thing in, in uh, world war two time, but, but uh, they didn't talk about that. That's your own little, no, they did talk about the, about the bell. Well, they talked about the flying saucer. I'm talking about the bell. Yeah, um, I, th- I thought they that... talked about Bob Lazar. Which have either of you watched that documentary? Negative. It's there's a new documentary about Bob Lazar. It's actually not bad. I'm going to say no. But he was. Do you know who Bob Lazar is? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Come here. Yeah. He's the I guy that said know. he worked at Area 51. That's right, and he worked with all sorts. Of... And then they they came back and they were like, "We don't even have a record of you going to school." Right. And he says he worked with some substance that actually made him ill, that gave him some sort of cancer or something. Mm-hmm. Anywho, he um, told three Simon s- somehow shifted this fucking great comedian. <laughs> no, podcast. it did that all by yeah. itself. No, man. I think you went a lot deeper than they it did because his stories all ended up itself. with him getting buddy buddy with a guy, ask him a question, and the guy saying, "You've never seen me before." <laughs> Taken off. Yeah, That's, apparently, which I like those stories better. Apparently, he got drunk with a bunch of uh, military people, and they, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudged him. That for sure, there were UFOs. So, well, I think we already know there's UFOs. I mean, UFOs. we know. Well, we know that they were working on time machines. The Germans, and then they, Die Glockte. got us to the moon. 
All righty. And on that note. <laughs> all right. Um, I guess we'll rate yeah, the episode. That's then. all I got on Lenny. I would recommend anyone listen to this episode. Okay. We'll start, start with Simon. Simon, rate it. You want me to start? Yeah. I just looked at you. I oh, said yeah. your name. Usually and I said you rate start it. with Kamar. Yeah. Well, curveball. Today we're starting with me. I rate this episode a four and a half. Um, he was hilarious. They talked about UFOs. Um, I suggest everybody go and watch Rescue Me just for, it's a funny show, but especially for his character. I don't know if he's in season one. You might want to start in he's season, in season two or he's three. He's in season one. Okay. Him and Dennis, they're best friends. I'm pretty sure he like made the show just to give a lot of his buddies. Anyway. I'll check after and we can address okay. it. So Simon gives it four and a half. Jamie Vernon's out of five. Kamar? Uh, Kamar wants to go five so bad. Well, he no, I'm wants just confused because you asked Simon first. He usually asked me first. Yeah, I know. I'm totally thrown off. Uh, um, no, I, I yeah. said the word curveball. I want to say, I want to say, I want to say five. Give me a five. I really, I loved it. Like I held myself laughing a couple times. You know, Matt, if you really, sorry, Kamar, if you really wanted to bring it all full circle, it wouldn't be curveballs you were throwing at us. It would be screwballs. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. Yes. Wah, wah. Um, Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a five. This is what you want to listen to Rogan for, in my opinion. I loved it. This is the quintessential. So this episode was as good as Elon Musk? Yeah. Okay. For me, better. No, I just... I mean, Simon, just it can be as good, in Elon, as good as Elon Musk in totally different ways. It absolutely could be. I think it was a terrific episode. And just the <clears throat> amount, of, amount of times his name's mentioned by other people... Yes, yeah, and, and, just, and uh, Joe mentions them all, all the time. It was just and Joe. He's one was, of those guys. Long overdue. Like just, what, like what's his name? Who was on a couple of weeks ago? Sweeney. 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 He wasn't as good, but no. again, I I'm happy that I can finally uh, put a voice with the the person lives but with the people. He Joe was the real about. deal, and it was just sheer fire stories. And sorry, I, I think we not would, even bits. Just we the would truth. be we would be remiss to. Um, not mention his brother at was least there the whole time yeah, yeah, yeah he let um louis back on he was one of the first to let louis well, he back owns on. governors yeah and that's where that taping was yeah yeah oh no and he added a lot of uh gaps for a lady yeah <laughs> for stuff he real didn't stories yeah, yeah. who actually was there that's yeah. right sometimes yeah. lenny would be flying. that's probably why he brought him on they had great chemistry yeah sorry great. sorry i didn't mean to uh no no kamar brought up something that i just thought of i, were, I should get an, a secondary whiteboard and we should have a list a uh, simon kamar and floyd list of like all of our five star episodes interesting well that way because you just asked me like elon and i was like did i give elon musk five stars i think you did I know I chose it as the year-end episode, but we, no, we didn't even have a podcast oh, at that time. Oh, we didn't. Yeah, right. But you would have rated it on the year-end show. So we're, well, si- we're still learning our ratings and the power which be. You know. Well, no, like I said, you can give Elon five as like, it was everything I wanted it to be, informative, this, that. And then you could say, I just love Lenny Clark because I laughed the whole time and I loved the stories and the whatever. Anyway. Final impressions on uh, Lenny and Mike? Love him. Love them. I feel bad I didn't put him in our thumbnail, but whatever he was there. Honorable mention. It was great. Oh, you didn't put his brother in the thumbnail? I no. did not. Very, real piece very of shit. Rude. <laughs> real piece of shit. Overstep my bounds artistically. Would have been nice if you could have found like a picture of them arm in arm or something. Like I couldn't find it. It's okay. One. When we get a JRE logo, we'll just keep Kamar off it. 
Yeah. There you go. That's fair. Fair uh, punishment. <laughs> I will not do it again. Final thoughts? No. You don't no, care. I don't know. And uh, yeah, and no, I mean, they and were Lenny great. Clark's amazing. They were great. They were incredible. It yeah. was an incredible episode. Both of those guys were stand up. Joe did a terrific job, and uh, oh, so he did was Jamie. laughing his head off. Yeah. yeah, great episode. Yeah, no, the whole thing was terrific. Yeah. The the mood was great. The I, I just defy you not to like that in some way. Enjoy it. Yeah. 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 I defy you. Well, no, don't forget what was the what was the the one star rating I saw for Joe's uh, serious sexist undertones? Horrible podcast. That was the that was the last. I mean, review basically, I saw. just because I feel like I got to do this. Basically, Lenny Clark is an amazing guy, unlike what's his fuck, who is just a real piece of shit. Just to bring it all who? the way around, the guy from last week, you know, Sweeney. No. Stefan, Stefan. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> okay, man. His just, name, yeah. which will never be mentioned just again. To, just to bring it we're all the way back around. We're going to spend every podcast no, no, here on to, shitting he, on he Stefan. He gets a little shout out every podcast. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, next, are we ready to move on? <laughs> yeah, we can move uh, 1271, on. 1271, Billy Corbin. Um... Just Dire- director of Cocaine Cowboys. Yes, thank you. Just before we start this one, uh, I just would like to say Matrix moment for myself. I was thinking the other day how the first time I listened to this guy, before I even knew he was going to be on, I had, was thinking um, the first time I listened to him, I thought it was Billy Corgan from the yes, Smashing yes, Pumpkins. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> And was very disappointed when it wasn't, but actually loved that Cocaine Cowboys episode. So, Did you see the Cocaine Cowboys? I have, yeah. yeah. So then I was listening to this one and um, thought about the last time. All I could think about listening to this one is uh, I just want to watch this documentary because Billy is such a good storyteller. Like He just... I watched losing with it. I watched the ad for Screwball, and like it looks with the kids, it looks so well done. Oh, it sounds amazing! It sounds like he really thought this one out because it's interesting. He said at the beginning, reenactments and documentaries are lame. Well, I thought Kamar, which is is always my point, and that it was just a good take to do it. He used all children to represent adults in re. But I know Joe mentions it, and I only saw the ad. The kid that plays A Rod looks dead ringer. Yeah, it's fucking. Really good. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to watch that. So it's an interesting documentary. It's a story I want to, I'd like to hear about. And but he just loves how talk, talking about how fucked up Miami is. Yeah, Florida. He has so many great one-liners for Florida. I have a bunch of them written down, but I just, after a while, I couldn't even keep up. He just kept coming with them. Uh, side note, spooky. Uh, this podcast was 219. The previous podcast, 219. What are you talking two about? Two hours, 19 minutes. Oh, gotcha. Two hours, 19 minutes, back-to-back podcast. Wow. You noticed that? Ooh. How'd you yeah. notice that? You just looked at it? Because it's right there, man. It tells you how long How'd you notice that? You just looked at it? <laughs> <laughs> I used my fucking psycho powers. Well, man. I want to learn from your skills, Kamar bro. worked that out pretty quick. Well, I didn't even bust out my fucking your next-level t-shirt. Oh, wow. That is a next-level t-shirt. Great for the podcast. Very good. Very. Makes you look smart, eh? Like... If you're going to wear an Einstein Constellation t-shirt, hmm. we'll put this on the Instagram if anyone wants to see how smart I look. <laughs> yeah, we're not putting that on Instagram. Cool. A <laughs> um, <laughs> couple of really open-minded uh, schools that are willing to put on those 
children's plays, the the Scientology one, and the Scarface. The Scarface to me just sounds fucking hilarious. Little kids doing Scarface as a school play. I'm definitely saw it as a blow, right? I'm convinced they they don't don't know they're doing (laughs) No, but if they did Romeo Schindler's List. Oh, I don't know. Romeo and Juliet. I'm convinced that they messed that up. I don't think a school did that. I think that was that was in a show that we've all watched, where they did that as like a gag. What show? I can't remember. I thought I I know I had seen it. I thought maybe I'd seen it on YouTube, but maybe you're right. Maybe I'd seen it in like a sitcom. And that's why I'm saying is I think they did the same thing we just did. Where possibly, but the Scientology one is for yeah, that one's real. But I think the Scarface. Listen, what school in the world is gonna fucking put Scarface on for kids? It's all about it's all about chotch. Yeah. Do you think this is gonna be or this? Do you think his play is gonna be good? Is Would that, you go see the Cocaine Cowboys musical? No, I don't think so either. First of all, but I, there ain't many musicals. I despise musical theater, so yeah. The only one I'd see would be uh, all Hamilton. All no, all musical theater. You've never seen a show you that you liked. Book of Mormon was Book of Mormon is that yeah, would but be the only one I. You're forgetting see. Kamar that like Book of You've Mormon. You've never gone to one. I have. I've gone to Blue Man Group. Book Does of, that count? No, I think so. It was no, amazing. It, doesn't. it was amazing. You're also forgetting Kamar that like Book of Mormon. I like in between the musical numbers. It's kind of like the South Park movie. I hated the musical numbers. Did you ever see Miss Saigon? No, I saw it. It was amazing. It blew my mind. I saw Phantom of the Opera in grade eight. And was that horrible? No, I mean it wasn't. It was good, but I'm not like I'm not paying money to go see shows. If someone paid you, you go. I feel like you wouldn't go. I guess my problem is that never in my 36 years of life has a group of people or even a single person just broken out into song, like just out of nowhere. Did you see cats? Oh, the worst. <laughs> I of course, love I've cats. seen cats. Oh, Mr. Mistopheles. I don't know. I like musicals. Well, that's for you then. <laughs> Surprise. Listen, me. man. My grandmother to this day buys me tickets. To two musical theaters a year. Toss them over. No, I go to them. Oh, you go. I'd appreciate it. No, I go because I love her, and that's a nice thing to do. What a good grandson. Yeah, I try. You know, but what? Mayor, I hate musical theater since I know you're never going to listen. So, anyways, to yeah, I don't think the Cocaine Cowboys musical will be no. that good, but I like musicals. He's just going for an egot. Well, he. he- yeah, but he just loves telling a story. Like he can figure out where the angle of the story is and then exploit it in a weird way that it's entertaining too excited though florida's fucked by the, the way. great thing about miami is you know how it'll close on, it is to america <laughs> how close it is to america that's yeah. one of the things he oh. said yeah, he should go through his quotes <laughs> he said that he said my amy not yours yeah amy. it's my amy <laughs> that's a good one too um have either of you been to miami never i've been to sarasota i've been, I've been to miami I've been to, well, Sarasota, of course. I've been to Sarasota a shitload. I've been to Miami. Um, I've never been to Miami. How old were you went to, when you went to Miami? I went two years ago. Oh, shit. Oh, I haven't been there in a long time. Did you go clubbing? Uh, well, I didn't drink at the time, but yes, we did. We went to see Mad Lib at a club. And this is in classic Miami form. We had a... The only way we could get tickets to the show was we had to get a booth. So one of Mary's, like a mutual friend of ours, just happened to be in Miami for this show. She already had a booth. She's like, if you guys split the booth with me, you can come to the show. So he's like, fine, we'll split the booth. It comes with a bottle. You have to get there by midnight to secure your booth. So we get there at midnight. I'm only there to see the show. I don't drink. I don't give a fuck. And we have no weed. Madlib didn't come on stage until 4.30 in the morning. 
And at that point, I was already like, we're leaving. I'm tired. You're over it. Dude, I've been in a club for four hours not drinking. I did you the math. do the math. That's not your I did the math. Enemy. But was, no. the, was the club going off despite you not enjoying it? Well, which, I mean, which is unenjoyable. No, everything shut down because Matt was having a <laughs> well, bad time. No, no, no. They people, just stopped listen, playing music. The music was actually great. Kamar. I was just legitimately, we had driven from Sarasota to Miami that day. And I had gotten, yeah, yeah. I was just, yeah, I was yeah. tired. Hey, and no one's hating on you. No, I feel now thinking back, what an idiot. <laughs> so the club was going off. Yeah, yeah. I should have just gotten drunk. Yeah. I should have just gotten hammered. I'd like to do that once and then I said I've been to Miami. Yeah. I also got to say, I'd never seen bouncers do this. It was the smartest thing I've ever seen. They specifically said they were like, absolutely no photography or videotaping under any circumstance. Anytime anyone pulled out their phone, uh, the three bouncers at the booth, like at the DJ booth that they had there, had three high-powered lights that they would just pull out and shine at the people. So your video is useless because you would just have the light. Yeah, exactly. Blaring glare. So like after 20 minutes of people trying... You could just see that people were like, oh, all right, this isn't, I'm not getting shit here. My hammy, really? Yeah, I was That's like, wow. That's a cool story. They just, they just gave up and had fun. Go Killy, Billy Corbin did tell a story like that. Other crazy, just real quick, other crazy Miami story. We were on, uh, we're on the porch of the Airbnb or the whatever, the balcony. It was like on the 30th floor of this building. We're smoking a joint and I hear what sounds like 10 fucking military helicopters. I'm like, what the fuck is that sound? And then out of nowhere... 10 military helicopters, Black Hawk helicopters come flying by the balcony, maybe like a hundred feet from us. And, and they spent the next 20 minutes doing like military drills. They were coming to bust you for weed. They're serious about that <laughs> shit in the States. Man. Florida's insane. No, Florida is. You know, what's even crazier, Kamar. So the next day I wake up and I Google it. Cause I'm like, it doesn't, I, I feel like Black Hawk helicopters flying over Miami. Someone else has like asked about this. And it turns out they were, they said they were doing military drills. While they were doing those drills, they dropped, I think, four boxes of ammunition in the middle of Miami, and they were asking the people of Miami to return them. <laughs> Good luck. We recovered 20%. Yeah, I was going to say if that. What, uh, I mean, I know what the meth laws are in uh, Miami. What are the weed laws? Is it? Florida's uh, harsh. It's harsh. Very it's harsh. Yeah. so weird. Fuck. But I, no, you see, give all those people weed. It'll mellow everybody out. Well, but what's funny is he was you saying it's like people it's the medic it's the Medicare the Medicare yeah. scam. Oh, dude! State. Speaking of that Medicare fraud, when he's describing the woman in the one room office surrounded by PO boxes, the abuela. Oh fuck, man! Like it is just so crooked. The yeah. land of opportunity. Well, are you? Don't forget, Joe had that guy on like three years ago. I remember. Yeah, you do remember. That. I knew you'd remember that one. And he was talking about how fucking crazy Who Florida is. Who was that? What is that guy's fucking name? He was the weird anti. Uh, he was the weird anti-addiction guy. He was. It was a weird episode. It was a split episode. Well, you're never gonna remember his name, so there's no, no point. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting Nip there. That in the butt. I'm sitting there watching him twist the gears, and, and like, it's not happening. And uh, he was saying the things that people would you know say their problems were why they needed things yeah. women who need penis pumps like <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was just Symptoms. they weren't even trying anymore yeah. it was just like oh florida just check it off it was a business just like this whole documentary is about a doctor was like yeah i'll give you the stuff i mean florida is f like i go well i used to go once a year i probably still go once a year it's it's the only place in the world where i constantly feel like i could get murdered at any moment and, dis and disposed of. It's alive. It, honestly. In the swamp. I think I'd rather go to New Orleans than Florida. Oh, Florida's, uh, it's terrible. I will say, though, we, we, I want to go to the Keys because it looks like we went to the, the southernmost point of Florida where you can see Cuba. 
and uh, it's beautiful down there. It's but, closer to Cuba than it is to the states. At that point, eh? I believe what it, one of these things. No, what he was about. saying was no. That was Lenny Clark was saying that Guantanamo Bay is closer to the states than it is to Havana. Oh, that's what that was in the previous episode. Because remember, he was the saying city, he played yeah, Guantanamo my bad, my bad, Bay. My bad. My bad. That's another crazy story. This yeah, Lenny, Lenny played Guantanamo Lenny's Bay. Lenny's over, yeah. man. You'll have to Sorry. talk about it in the post. <laughs> Sorry, my apologies. No, but uh, no. We're just talking about going to Florida Keys. But yeah, I, I will say like the Keys is beautiful. But again, you go down there and you're like, how many people have been killed and disposed of down All here? All of them, Matt. All of them. Have they been got crocs or alligators. Um, they must have. Keep cutting out. We took a uh, like we took a jet ski tour. They let you rent a jet ski and take it around the Keys. I didn't see any crocs. Oh, that sounds safe. It was the most fun I've had. Oh no, it in sounds Florida like fun. Not Were you safe. scared and at all? Even better. This is the best. As we go to get on the thing, the guy's like, "Oh, you're Canadian." I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh, I spent a lot of time in Canada. I love it up there." I look him dead in the eyes. I go, "Where can I get weed here?" Yeah, that's that's why you liked it. No, and he 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 goes, uh, "I don't know, man. I wouldn't even ask a lot of people." And Jesus. I go, "No." So I go, "Is okay. that so weird when you go to a place and people Wait, are like that?" This is the best though. I go, "Okay, fine." And then. 10 minutes later, he comes up to me as I'm getting my wetsuit and he goes, I might have something for you. And he looks over at one of the other guys. He goes, who's doing this tour? And the guy goes, Jojo is. And he goes, talk to your fucking tour guide. So, dude, we get out into the ocean. I'm not joking. We're like in the ocean and we're way ahead of all the other people on our tour. And he looks at me. He goes, you guys are looking for weed <laughs> in the middle. of Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, when we get back, I'll go get you whatever you want. I was like, fuck. Yeah. So Jojo got us some weed. <laughs> you always find shit. But you're still worried you might get then. shot. I was. <laughs> oh, for sure. No, no. Actually, this guy, he was a firefighter. He did this in his spare time. He seemed like. He was just a fucking nice guy. When we were in, um, when I, I went traveling through Europe when I was young and uh, we were in, we were like skiing or something in Switzerland. We rented snowboards and we're up on the top of the mountain in this giant teepee. It was like a, it was the size of a ski lodge, but it was a teepee. And we go in there and there's this Canadian from BC in there and we get to talking to him cause we're Canadian obviously. And he, we're like, you know, where can we get some weed around here? And he's like, Oh, just go to this town called burn and go into a hemp shop and, um, no problem. You can just buy it there. I'm like, okay. So the next day I get on the train and I go to burn and sure enough, I mean, it was hard to find. They only had one store, but I walk in and there's just giant buds hanging from the ceiling and you have to sign uh, this little waiver that says I will yeah, only exactly. use this in tea. So I'm like John Hancock, yeah, you yeah. know? So I bought, I don't know, like two ounces of weed. We started smoking up in the mountains. It was incredible. The next or two days later, we were heading to Italy. We did like a whole smuggling mission, brought some over with us. Anyways, point of the story was um, we ran out of weed in Italy, met these guys. They told us they could get us some hash. Next thing I know, I'm in this little restaurant and <laughs> say it, Matt. Restaurant? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's closed. And I'm the only one in there. It's me and a bird, like a bird in a cage. And I'm just sitting there waiting for them to come with the waiting hash. for your death yeah. or the hash. One or the other. I thought I was going yeah. to be chopped up into little pieces and fed to that bird. Isn't it funny how you think that you're like, after the fact, I'm always like, did I really think I was about to die for $50 of weed? Like, when does that happen? Well, it's never happened to anyone I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking of a movie, though. A guy goes up to a hotel concierge who's played by TJ Miller and ask if he get him some heroin or something. I think you might be get him to the Greek. 
And he's remember. like, hey, can you give me some heroin? He's like, yeah, I can get you heroin. And then they go to the house, smash cut. They're driving to the hospital. <laughs> and TJ's been stabbed. But all happens. <laughs> it's true. Anything goes wrong. Happen, and that's the best drug deal gone wrong I can think of. Yeah. Well, it's like that Tom Segura bit. Like, you're going to have to explain to your kids. Like, I used to get in a car with a stranger to get weed. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Think about the crazy shit we used to do. I man. hitchhiked. Yeah, they have to be more worried about you than you have to be about oh, them. Oh, I, I was in my 20s. I was, uh, I was, <laughs> it's true. Hitchhiking, I think, on both ends. Unless you're the serial killer, both no, both ends are like, this that, could be it. That's like, exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> let's let it Unless ride. Unless you're the serial killer, like you're in a really bad position if you're the driver. Yeah. Well, ride shares. I got to wonder, like too. Now. You have to think that of all the hitchhiking that's ever happened, a serial killer has picked up a serial killer. And what happened then? <laughs> it's a push. Did they have a chat? <laughs> Dude, they probably did get together and started like serial killing together. That happened. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not joking. There are cases that they found where people were working together. Really? So hmm. it's not beyond... Uh, I don't see you got to assume it started with hitchhiking Mm. like like I just see it like this like hey you mind pulling up to this rest stop and the guy's like yes perfect yeah and then you know (laughs) one guy goes into the bathroom is sharpening his knife the other guy's also sharpening his knife and they come out and they're like ah they both got their arms up like no that's a great brand of duffel bag you got there (laughs) (laughs) I have the same one Anyway, we haven't spoken about this guy at all. Screwball. No. Well, we did. Screwball. We've totally I mean, talked about him. And oh, yeah, talk okay. about I like when he said um, he was talking about people on Coke and he's like, you always know somebody on Coke because they start one conversation, but they finish another. Oh, <laughs> totally. And that's really what happens. You know, when somebody gets their brain gets so far ahead of their mouth that they think they've told you the first part of the story, but they've actually skipped that <laughs> and course. they're telling you the end part. Of the I story. don't know what that's what you're talking yeah, about. I yeah. Well, you don't, that. you don't know. Eh, you don't even need to be on Coke for that to happen <laughs> that's just fucking a normal day for k and the jaw always with the jaw movement too oh, the jaw. that's a killer the the that's thing the thing about coke is when you're on coke you think that you are so fucking cool so you're that when it. you're doing the jaw thing it, it doesn't occur to you that like oh i fucking look weird to everybody <laughs> yes. you're like i am the king <laughs> i am the king it makes you like a Look like a total fucking idiot. A total but you idiot. feel like the man. The, the, that's a magical yeah. drug. That's why. They, that's why everyone does. There's it. nothing yeah, better than that in the world. Uh, I didn't real. I know. I knew that Brian Callen was really fucked up from smoking weed on Rogan. Mm-hmm. I didn't he, realize he had to stay that there he for was like five, so fucked that Brendan up had that to come Brendan pick him up. had to come and pick him up. He couldn't drive. What a pussy. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> he couldn't drive Speaking a self-driving which, car. <laughs> Good point, Kamar. He drives a fucking he's Tesla. He's got a Tesla. Yeah. It's true. You couldn't crash that thing if you tried. Is there mm. not like a I'm fuck, take me home button on the Tesla? Because yeah, there I'm should sure be. There, there, there will be. A, de- a yeah, designated, de- designated well, Tesla. And that's what they should call it. If you smoke one of those Joe Rogan the blunts, I'm fuck man. button. So, what? No, you know what? They you smoke one of those Joe Rogan blunts, you're going to be fucking Yeah, apparently the glass tip he's always talking Simon, about. Simon, if they were really smart. And really funny, they would just have a button on their touch screen that was Elon's face hitting the blunt. Very good. You know what I mean? And it yep. would just, and then it just drives you home at a leisurely, leisurely pace. Oh, that's so good. Poor Brian. I love it. It, it's, it's just the episode of Joe Rogan and Elon comes up on the television in the Tesla and then it takes you home. See, part of me when I heard that story was like, I don't think Brian was high. I think Brian was like 
I really like the compound, and I don't get to spend enough time no, here. No, he was fucked. But were they drinking? He might have been drank as well. No, he was like riding the bike to try and make himself sober, and like he was fucked, man. Um, just Should back to the glass tip for a second. I do like that idea for a filter. The funky fresh tips. I wonder, can I just buy those filters? Yeah, you can just buy them. Uh, Be real from Cypress Hill. That's, That's his, his company. For Joanne, I'm gonna try that out. For yeah. Joanne, yeah, yeah. come on, they're called funky fresh tips. It's like hey, a glass uh, tip that you put on any. You, you stick the joint in. You said that's Be Real's company? Yeah. Hey, Be Real. I want to try some of those tips out. <laughs> yeah, okay. So And anyone who... You'd be better, you'd be better going in, after Keith Murray. Throwing that out into the universe. Sorry, no, I, I, you're not. You're going to wish you didn't say sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone who's listening is a juggalo, please uh, DM me. I want to go to the gathering. Yep, any I listeners? take it back already. <laughs> Kamar was correct. I should have just... I shouldn't have apologized. Seriously, any juggalo. What, what? We're not doing a fucking imagine no, live slide live, in my DMs. Tell me what's up. Live cast from the, the gathering. I'd love to do that. Um, they talked about religion for a little while. I would imagine that breaking away from any religion, be it Scientology, be it Catholicism, whatever, as an adult would be a very hard thing to do. You, just because of the the number of hours you've you know, you think of leaving the tribe or something? No, not at all. <laughs> well, just... Simon, I was going to say, and I'm not going where you think I am with this. So let's cool your jets. Um, but like, there's that documentary on Netflix about that like Hasidic Jew leaving or trying to leave the Hasids in New York, and he's like, it's impossible. Just because they're the t- the community's so tight knit mm-hmm. and they all work with each other and get each other jobs. Blood and stuff. Blood well, like- it's like the Mormons they were talking about, but the Mormons have that whole thing where when you turn whatever it is sixteen, you leave for a year and you spend a year in the real world pushing Mormonism. So th- no, that's no. where you go and so it's that like the you Amish. Can, you can decide. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. That's the, the Amish. Amish. That's not the Mormon. My bad. I mix them up all the time. That that's the Amish, but they have that thing. They where, have the one year where they go and get right. fucked up on drugs and drink. Well, and you, fuck people you're and, supposed to come and see if you really want to be part of the community or if you <laughs> yeah. don't. Right? Which where is, do they let the girls? Those Amish girls off when they go to a fucking. Yeah, you so want to you want to find that? This is just a train there, station. There's a reality <laughs> just be like show. Mexicans and fucking. Kamar just has a sign that says Amish girls looking for regret. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he said that Mormons are for sure the nicest cult. And yeah. I agree with that statement. I think all cults sure. are nice until you try to thwart them, <laughs> then they kill you. But I think they just want you to be part of the cult. It's true. Um, just drink the Kool-Aid. Just coming back to baseball for a second. Mm-hmm. Well, we are still on. What's his name? we are talking about Screwball, why, were, why was the government so... Why did they even get involved in that whole steroid scandal back with... Because uh, it's the national pastime. So what, what were they saying, though? They were saying that we're going to come in and throw people in jail because you are cheating? No, no, they were going to throw people saying, in jail do, for perjury. Do something for about perjuring it. perjuring themselves. Do something about There's it. There's no law. It's they so interesting. They haven't, broke, <laughs> they haven't broken any law by cheating in baseball. Precisely. They haven't broken any law. However, That's why if I, they bring you in front of a fucking panel and you do anything but plead the fifth. I mean, that just seems like a really weird catch-22 because why are they bringing you in front of the panel? Why, what does the U.S. government have to do with uh, Major League Baseball? Well, the drug dealing, the Belco stuff was illegal. So it's like a federal thing. So, so no, no. So they busted this guy, and then they called them all in, 
because they had all bought stuff. What do you know about this? Keep and in mind, too, they said they offered A-Rod a queen for a day meeting, and he still lied through yeah. that. So it's like, why? And if the guy had paid four grand, none of this would have happened. Yeah, that's the best <laughs> that's, part of the story. That's the yeah. whole kicker. I just love, too, how but he that's was, what it was. I love, too, how he was. a federal was, case. I liked mm-hmm. how he was, like, the doctor was super good at keeping, like, somewhat, um, like, uh, passworded notes. And then eventually he's just like, a rod. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they're just bumbling idiots. Well, no, the best because well, he was like the best part of. The I just love how he, he was like. There's a million Alex Rodriguez's in Miami, but once he started writing a rod, it became pretty fucking clear. And Joe was like, "Why did he do that?" He's like, "Well, he was high on coke the whole time." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that guy, that guy was on Rogan, the Balco guy as well. Oh, was he? I don't think I remember that one. Maybe I, I didn't listen don't to remember. it. Who who was that? Come on, sorry. The the guy who who was in charge again the jokes for Barry Bonds and all those guys. Uh, well, I know they had the guy from that Russian doc on. Yeah, are you sure you're not getting confused Icarus. with him? Icarus, Kumar? no, 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 no. no. They ha- didn't they have the actual doctor on? Yeah, the guy from, that, from Icarus. Yeah, they had the guy made it and then the doctor as well. They had the Russian on. He uh, didn't I have no. So. He, he never didn't had the doctor. The Russian on. On. He didn't no, have the no, Russian no, on. No, are you no, sure? No, 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 no. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think, no, there was a 40 for 40, 30, 30 for 30. 30 that I listened to. <laughs> That's that, the Canadian uh, version. Anyways. It's whatever. a 40 for 40. Maybe eh? he did have the Russian doctor on. I can't fucking remember how many 12, 1270 Joe Rogans. I'm sorry. I can't keep them straight. Well, you also crammed them all in in a year and a half. Don't so. say that, man. It's pretty crazy. It's my secret. Um, um, we should end this one. Who, uh, creeping up on time. who has gotten chiropractory? Not me. Chi- Cairo prac. Well, that's the hardest thing in my life. Chiropractory. Say no. Neither of you say, can say, say it. that word. <clears throat> Chiropatric. None of those are words. Chiropatric. Chiroplasty. Chiro- oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Chiropatriarchy. Chiropatriarchy. <laughs> like I, I don't know, man. Because it doesn't You're exist. Talking about going to the chiropractor. Yeah, chiropractor. Ever, have any of you guys gone to the chiropractor? No, no. I, th- I thought it was voodoo science. It is voodoo science. I'm just wondering if either of you. I know a chiropractor though. It's so it. awkward. Oh, that is so awkward. I just remember my dad used to go a lot because he had a lot of back pain. Oh, that he, makes sense. He'd constantly then, like Vic- he, my dad used to swear he'd be like, for the next two days I'd feel great, but he's like, then I'd have to go back. That was his issue. My dad was like, there was no. It's like your body gets addicted to it, but it's like. Well, he was like, of, it's my dad just said, he's like, it's not at all a long-term solution. Like, you're not going to fix your back. You're going to make it feel better in the short term. It's like term. getting massaged, but then you got to get a massage. That's pretty much how always. he, yeah. Well, what they, what they always say is that um, it's a multi-practice thing. So they'll do chiropractic, whatever, chiropractory <laughs> on you. And then they'll also give you like deep tissue massage. So at the end, you'll feel better, but you'll associate it with the chiropractic. Instead of the deep tissue massage, you know, or whatever. Yes, Kamara, it looks like you want to tell us a stat. It was the guy who ran Balco was Victor Conte. Yeah. And it was episode 277. Mm-hmm. The Joe Rogan But he did not have the Russian doctor on. He didn't look up. He didn't we, look up. we all saw the Russian doctor in Icarus. That's where we know him from. I still think he was on Joe. The Russian doctor. You think the doctor was on Joe? Yeah, I do. I, I think he was I don't too. think the Russian up, doctor Kamar. was on Joe, man. Just look up. Okay, Russian, we'll wrap Russian, this up. Wrap this Russian up. doctor, lazy this guy, eye Icarus. This guy put out a crazy so documentary. It should be interesting. You keep looking for that, Kamar. Yep. Um, Mars Attacks. Great movie. Doesn't get enough credit. I agree with those guys completely. I mean, it's not a it's not a tremendously good alien movie, but it's a terrific movie. You know what's funny is when they Tim were talking Burton. about it, I was like, I don't remember it. And... 
I used to watch it. My dad had the black box, so we had pay-per-view movies on loop. It was always on. It was yeah, and I just Listen, don't remember. You should watch it again. I'm gonna though, rewatch it. It is yeah. really funny, and I saw it not too long ago, and it definitely stands up. I'll get it on the Apple TV. It oh yeah, Kamar. By the way, up. we were talking about Netflix dying, and then like the next week, Apple announces their their streaming service, and it's definitely gonna kill Netflix. Did you hear about that, Simon? Uh, no. What? Sorry, I missed all. I know that. you weren't listening. We talked about how Netflix was dying because Schultz yep. talked about it. Yep. And then like a week later, Apple announces their streaming service where they partnered with Oprah. Oprah. And it's going to knock shit out of the park for sure. Like they have Steve, like Steve Carell was at the press conference with Jennifer Aniston and someone else because they all have shows on this Apple platform. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. All right. Rate this episode because we got to move on. Uh, he was not on it. Brian okay. Fogel, the guy who made it was. There yeah, you go. Fogel. So Simon was right. Matt was wrong. No, he was arguing that Fogel was on it. That makes someone sense. was someone arguing was that Netflix is not going anywhere here. Someone of us was. Well, someone was. Who it was wasn't that? me. Well, we know it oh, wasn't you're, me. You're looking at me. I guess it was you. I still think you, you, Netflix has five years left at least. Oh. Simon also thought Netflix had no content of their own. So, anyway, come on, rate the episode. How many Jamie Vernons? Two and a half. Wow, middle of the road for you, huh? I heard it before. Like I said, he's he's driving like it's almost wearing wears me down. He gets so excited, but everything was cool, very interesting. Simona, I'm gonna give this a three point two five. Three point two five. Jamie Vernon's. I'll give it a three. Somewhere in the middle of you two. And uh, final thoughts on him, Kamar? Can't believe he's not on cocaine. And uh, (laughs) that's about it. He might be. You don't know if he's not on cocaine. He should be if he's fucking authentic. But no one knows Miami better than him. Well, it's like the guy who directed uh, Blow died of, he died on a basketball court with cocaine in his system. Good on him. Good on him. He really, he was about that life. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm definitely going to watch Screwball. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, and it sounds like a great documentary, but I just, this guy will always be the cocaine cowboy guy to me. Yeah. It's better just to watch Screwball than after (laughs) you listen to this because it just spoils it a bit for you. No, but I'm glad they didn't really talk about it very much. Like, at least they, they, had they tried that common courtesy. Well, he wants to, to, yeah. you know, he's trying to make money. But yeah, no, he's a, he's a pretty, he's a good guy. You're right, though. He talks way too fast and he talks about Florida too much. I think that's just Miami, <laughs> Miami style. Yeah. All right, Simon, 1271. Or is it 1272? 1272. Lindsay Fitzharris. Butchering Art is the name of her book, I believe. And um, yeah, Matt, if you need to go to the bathroom, now's your chance. Yeah, I'm out. You guys can talk about this. A wee bit squeamish, are you, Matt? We'll try and and keep it PG for you. We'll try to keep it. Keep in mind, we have two more after this, and we don't have. Do you think her and her husband? Two more after this. Well, two more episodes after this. Who do are we the, not? Funches the, and the professor. Funches and the professor, and the professor okay. talked about a lot. So okay, unless so, this chick had a lot of stuff you no. guys want to hit on. I mean, let's start by saying that back in the day, medicine was fucking bonkers. Brutal. Everything about it. They're just. It seems. Let's just be thankful we didn't have to live through that for them to get to where we're at now. Well, remember last week when you were saying what what prime would you want to live in? And I just kept saying, well, it can't be too far back because of the medicine. But you don't even have to go too far back. Like hundred years just not understanding the simple concept of germs years. or wash your hands well or that was her big thing with this guy right cleaning the, instruments he came up with the whole idea of germs and the interesting part about that to me i was telling matt the other day was um that it's like 
he was saying to people, you have things on your skin that you can't see tiny little bugs that are like, everybody must've been like, listen, witch, you know, we don't or believe going any home and of watch, that shit. No, down I, I don't think, I don't think anybody was believing. Him they were, everyone was just so around. dirty back then. Well, wasn't it, isn't it in Donnie Darko? She asked him, she's like, well, what's the greatest invention? Or I need, she's like, I need to do a, a paper on the greatest human invention ever. And he's, yeah, of course I want some of that, but Simon's not going to pass it. We know that. Um, so rude. <laughs> We watched you smoke a whole joint Saturday night to yourself. I set that up, though. Yeah, you did set that up. And then I apologized, and I rolled another joint just for you. Listen, you don't have to tell the the viewer. Listen, no one thinks you're a cheap prick, okay? You You were going to say Jew, weren't you? Cheap Jew. Did I even stutter or slow down? I said cheap prick. I saw it in your eyes. Do you think she and her husband are swingers? Who? This chick? Oh. That's because you saw a photo of her. I watched it. She, she's your type I, of guy. I watch it because I want to see the pictures. They kept talking about pictures. Like, fuck this. I watch it. I uh, listened to a little bit of it with my wife, and uh, she pulled up the pictures for me. So that was handy. She, your wife didn't get grossed out? No. Well, I mean, it wasn't that gross. Because it it's so far removed that it's yeah, just like it just, a different time. And you're yeah, not, but you know, you're I've, not explained, watching it. I've explained to you before that for me, it's if I'm high and I hear someone talk about something disgusting, I immediately put myself in that pain and there, and then I get nauseous and I throw up. So but I just, just the it. evolution of surgery of <laughs> they would just gouge in there and try to fucking hack something out to now it's little incisions. And you were awake and, through it all. That's the crazy part. They weren't even knocking you out for any of these surgeries. Like unless you passed out on your own from the pain or the. Uh, no, what's really crazy is that people like there was nothing to do. So people were like, what are you going to do? I don't know. I'm going to get drunk and go watch go a surgery yeah. like they a sold gross they surgery sold tickets yeah, to it i know it was that's why it was called an amphitheater <laughs> Fuck. back-to-back amputees that's what i'm saying yeah what do you go i'm going to see a gangrene get pulled off someone's leg oh sick what time's that at noon oh i can't make the noon show i'm going to the four o'clock like yeah yeah Ugh. yeah so if that shit really freaks you out or you, that really fuzz your boat her book would be interesting i would never get a book myself I love when Did um, you just say You'd never get a book yourself That's her what, book No oh. he, he said a book Her book But I follow her on Instagram So it's like I read the whole book um, Yeah I couldn't I couldn't I, I love when a guest Will tell a story In this case It was her telling the story About the Guy who was slashing He was so quick With his scalpel That he cut Somebody's coat In the crowd And it gave them A heart attack you Oh yeah the, All three people died it was the only, she said it was the only surgery that had a 300% mortality but rate. But Joe's problem with it was as if that guy was going to die from a heart attack just from being, having his coat The slashed. technical aspect the of the story. The technical yeah, aspect, yeah. He yeah, gets hung no, up on a lot of things. I know, I know. It's not Especially funny. with any fighting. It's funny. He could actually well, do the, that. The fighting is different. Um, but yeah, how desperate people, totally different subject, how desperate the people must have been back in the day. Right, like to, you just needed to be fixed, and you were willing to let them do just about anything to you if it meant you know. But what makes you think we're any? What makes you think we're away. any different now? Well, ex- nobody's taking a hammer and and nailing two little All right, but finishing Simon, nails into your sure. temple, you know. But no matter they're what, just you getting no- you addicted to oxycontin. But you're forgetting that fifty years from now, Simon, they could figure out some shit where they're like, "Oh my god, can you believe we were stapling people's stomachs up?" Like, we're sta- absolutely, they will do that. That's what I'm saying. I mean, 
but we both know that the jump we've taken is much greater. They had than, a good little run in the twenties when they were doing cocaine and heroin legally, eh? Well, using a uh, heroin to get off of cocaine. Yeah, that, that was, was in the twenties, so it wasn't. It was a, it wasn't all fucking shitty. That was the uh, the final scene of the Nick, because he did you watch the Nick? Uh, a couple episodes, and uh, he he has a, a coke. He's that doctor who has a coke uh, yeah, habit, yeah. and at the end spoiler he the doctor says a different doctor says oh i have something to get you off of whatever and it's uh they pan to a bottle and it's bear like the people who make aspirin but it's uh morphine so it's heroin you know they're gonna use heroin to get him off a coke it was just classic the jr classic human apologize any listeners who are going to watch the nick and just had a pot spoil whatever I don't think that many people are going to watch the Nick. Uh, I don't think that many people are listening. It's bigger than Rescue Me. Whoa. And um, it's bigger than Rescue Me. What a dick. You can't spoil things that are like three, four years old now. I was just trying to do a funny public service. About no, I, I'm just saying. Just Yes, you can. I think five years. Five years is the end of a spoiler. Okay. Well, there you go. Is it over five years? Kevin Spacey was Kaiser Soze. Oh, some things are just too soon, Matt. Oh, sorry. Kevin Spacey was a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. That happened. And that wasn't... That's, Matt's that's, spoiling real life now. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody's been sleeping for the past, I don't know, 12 years... There was then, just no way for anyone to tell you what's wrong with you. Because nobody knew shit. I still don't think they have a very strong grasp on it. Well, I mean, back then, they just used to do the craziest things. <laughs> and they'd smell stuff because they thought if they could smell something, they would be all yeah, right. No, that's they were so, so disgusting. No, some of their ideas were so preposterous. Spaghetti like, as well, um, baby. <laughs> they would eat dead bodies, which is just weird. They would drink the blood of executed people. That's just weird. Mm-hmm. That's us. That's us. They did it to cure epilepsy. What would have given them the idea that that would probably gave them autism? (laughs) Anyways, that was fake news in the 1800s. Mm -hmm. Extra, extra, read all about it. The towel cry. Dead corpse blood causes (laughs) autism. There's one guy sitting there like, "Don't eat a corpse." And just to bring everything back to aliens again, um, Joe had a very interesting theory. I thought about what they think abductions are. Alien abductions are people actually remembering their birth. Absolutely, that was almost at the beginning of the show, and that's why um, a lot of them are so similar, and a lot of them involved weird people and bright lights. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I don't know if I. I don't subscribe to that theory, but I find it. No, but the whole experience is akin to being uh, torn from your mother's womb, so to speak. And that's what is just a latent memory. Babies have memories, but that's stupid to think they don't have memories. Well, I mean, no, that's what Joe was saying. I know, but it is possible though, that their brains just haven't um, formed to a place yet where maybe they have memories, but it's just impossible to store them. I'm not going to argue with Joe. I just think that's why it's hard getting up in the morning. Expand? Oh, just the the mother's womb thing. It's so oh, warm and nice. It's yeah. like the womb. Gotcha. It'd be a shocker. That's what they, they, they say. Experience DMT. Can we move on? I'm, I I got nothing for this chick because I didn't listen because I just like didn't want to throw up. Oh, this is really bugging you, eh? Lots of crazy um, stories. Well, I think he wants to get through it. 
I'll hit some oh, highlights hit for clock. you. How about that? Uh, they used to it. nail bodies into coffins, not because they were worried about zombies or vampires, which would have been my concern, but because um, people would steal the bodies. Corpse yeah. theft. They'd yeah. pay fucking the yeah. chick to say newly dug. That's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. and they would like. Booby. I find it even crazier that they thought that nailing them down was going to do it. Well, well no, it's it because like, oh, the way you take the corpses out is not by digging the whole body up. You would dig only a part up so you could open the top part of the coffin and then you would pull them out. That's just how they would steal corpses. The side or the top, thing. not the top. Um, yeah, I guess so. But they were, he was saying that, or she was saying that they would also like hook up muskets to the, so it'd be like a booby trap. So when you go in to open the casket, <laughs> if you're, if you're well you. off, nuts. if yeah. you're well off, you go to the home hardware, home depot. I'm looking for a grave musket right here. That's they have awesome. all these laser sighting That's and stuff. Great. So you did watch this one, Kamar? Yeah. Did you see when they were talking about the plague doctor's mask? Yep. Now, Matt, I know you've seen this thing before. You probably just don't know what no, it is. No, I saw the clip of this. I know what oh, it is. The white mask with yeah. the long fucking Well, beak. the uh, the actual one, that was like a more modern version of it. But it it is the fucking spooky. Those doctors were just fucking murderers. They were what, serial killer what murderers. What a horrifying experience it was if you had to deal with one of those guys. Like, ah, I like mean, you like were a, awake for all no those surgeries. No bedside manner there. But if you pass out and then wake up to one of those fucks on and top of you, you would, versus just, spy you would guy die of a heart attack. You. I mean, you're dying of the plague anyway. I'm sure you're seeing some yeah, crazy I mean, it's, shit. It's not great. He looked like either, spy, right? white spy. Yeah, no, but... Uh, he looked like white spy. Yeah, that is exactly it. It, it. it was very scary. And they had piss profits back in the day. That's where you would piss, and then they would come and read your piss like your fortune. Jim Norton still does that. <laughs> Very funny, Matt. And uh, yeah, okay, so that's... Uh, you know it was funny if fail- Simon says oh, the words. Um, she talked a lot about failures in medicine, which brought me back to our friend Gary Tobes, who won the Tony... Um, which brings us back to Stefan and how much I hated that guy. Oh my God. What a prick. <laughs> what a prick. We have to address this in the post, Joe. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that was pretty much it. So uh, we can end this one. Okay, well, you two rate it. If you're into macabre and stuff, it's good. I gave her two. If you're into, sorry, what? The macabre. Macabre. I know. I I got it. I wanted him to repeat it. Okay. <laughs> if you're into the macabre. If you're into the macabre. <laughs> I don't know. She was like a, a, I give it a three. She was like a, um, Elvira. Yeah. Okay. Mistress of the dark. And Matt, no rating. I would just say this. If you're at all squeamish, and I'm not like super squeamish, yes, but I just are. once, no, man, once she started talk about aggressively episode. talking about a guy putting a nail in his, oh, see, like even, yeah. There you go. Walk away. Yeah. I, I give it a three as well. Kamara, I'm with you. It mm-hmm. was uh, middle of the road. There were some interesting parts, and uh, there were some parts that uh, you yeah, could have done without. She there posts everything on Instagram. Yeah, I think my, that's my wife started best. following her. So yeah, follow her if you uh, if you want to see that. And shit. get her book if you really want to get another. Did that she shit. get a bump? Anyone? Uh, that's Kamara's job. I think I got fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Kamara, your final impressions of her? She's fine. I just think I, w- I want to know if her husband are swingers or not. Yeah, well, I think they are. If somebody knows and they can tell Kamar, we'd appreciate I that. I think it's just this assumption someone who's into this stuff is into freaky sex. Hmm. That's probably a bad bias on my part. I apologize. Well, I um, think it's a bad bias for you to think that swingers are freaky 
Like, what's? No, I do not say freaky was a bad thing. My my final thought on her is that uh, I thought she was great. I thought mm-hmm. she did a really good job, but she mentioned about selling her books one too many time for my liking. Joe's gonna do that for you. I you don't think have so. to. You have a good huge point. platform. You're hitting many ears. You don't need to say it. I'm changing it's, to one point impli- five. It's implied. You're there for a reason. You're there You're not for a, comedian. a reason. Thank you, Matt. But if you sell yourself, you sell the book. Right, exactly. If you're amazing, you don't even have to ask anybody to buy your book because they're going to do it on their own. Well, even then, you're going to mention it at the beginning. You're going to mention it at the end. Joe's going to put it in the little bio that you read on the bottom. Yep. It, you know, There's yep. going to be a link to your book on Amazon. If yep. guys care, they so notice the your next, bump on The next Instagram. time she's on, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, chill the fuck. Yeah. Chill the fuck out, lady. Act like you've been there before. No, no, she did a really good job. I'm, Act I'm just, like you've been there just, is uh, one of our biggest criticisms, and we're guilty of that. But yeah. he, uh, she did do a good job. She's happy, yeah. excited. Yeah. All right, on to the All right, next. Next, yeah. Twelve seventy three. And she worked in a real symphony with Jamie, pulling the pictures up he had sent and stuff. Okay. They had a nice connection, you think? <laughs> there was, there was, no, no, but Okay, Kamar, what did you give Jamie on this episode? Whoa. J- Jamie gets a four for production. Kamar, sure. do you think it's possible no. that they no, no, invited no, 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 Jamie no, no, to be no, part no, of their no. swinger marriage? Not her time. I think he was implying that Jamie is already in like part of their swinger marriage. I think she'd be more inclined to have like a little person and a bearded lady involved. <laughs> I'm with Kamar. And a trapeze. Like, and a trapeze. Well, yeah. Simon, you didn't see it. Like she was dressed like she was. She have no, no, I, I saw, she looked, I saw her. She looked, she looked like a burlesque dancer. That's right? it. Okay, whoa. Is that this was, not me? No, that it wasn't her, you, Kamar. That was her thing. I feel, as soon I feel, as you said midget and a bearded woman, I was right there with you. I feel wrong. I feel wrong. But I was almost naked in the room there with that you. That is my truth. All right, 1273. Fuchs, Funks. Ron Funches. Ron Funches. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he just the nicest sounding guy you ever heard in your yeah. life? Like, could you ever say, oh, that Ron Funches, he's a real, real dick. I'm no, waiting for you to say it. What, no way. Is there going to be any bashing Ron Funches? It, it summed it up for me, Kamar, when he went to the, when Joe went to the bathroom and he was like, do you mind if I do a little more of that marijuana? <laughs> and Joe was like, go ahead, man, take one for the road. And he was like, oh, that's so sweet of you guys. Thank you so much. Well, he is the antithesis of Ron White dealing with Jamie because that could have been the Jamie and, and Ron Funches show. He's just so easy going. But that's what he says. Hey, he says, well, welcome to the Ron Funches experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he's on it, man. And like, uh, I got to stop trying to do his voice. We all have to, unless we're Matt, because he's better at us. But um, he... Uh, if hating on him would be like hating a puppy or something. Like he's just such a nice guy. Yeah, I agree. And seemed like a really just super nice guy. And he's had massive success. Has he though? I didn't know who he was. Well, he's been on like an NBC show. Okay. He was on a show with Dalia and like I, I not to shit on him. I just I genuinely when I saw his name come up, I was like, I don't know who this guy not is. Not to say a multimillionaire, but he lives with his kid, his girlfriend, and his mother. So. You didn't know who Ron Funches was? I had no Did idea. Did you know right away when you heard his voice nope. though? Really? Yeah. Hmm. I still sitting here right now. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. He sounds like a nice teddy bear. I wasn't angry though. Like by the end of the show, I was like, still don't know who Ron Funches is. I know him now, but I I was like, I like him. Good guy. I believe it was in this one. He was talking to Ron about his days at uh, news radio. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I don't even take I did classes. And I was sort of like, no kidding. Like he's by far the weakest link on news radio, right? I never, watched, I never watched it. You've never seen news radio? No. Oh my God. But I know he's the weakest link because it was Phil Hartman, John Lovitz. Not uh, no before John Lovitz. Fine, but even the guy that played uh, the cra- uh, Andy Dick, uh, Dave Foley. Who's the guy that uh, if they take my stapler and 
He's isn't he honest? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, he's Jimmy one James. Of, Jimmy he's one of the funniest fucking people. What's his real name though? He's so funny. Yeah. He's hilarious. Uh, that guy is like. It'll come to me. One of the best character actors alive. That guy's <laughs> yeah, so yeah. funny. I just thought it was funny. It was like I didn't even take acting lessons. Like yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Big, yeah. <laughs> he got lucky in that. Just surrounded by such an ensemble. Not that you can do, Joe. I love you. The question is: Do you think Joe would have been successful sans news radio? I still think he would have gotten the UFC. Oh, yeah. oh no, fear He's, factor is no. what made his career. But that's I mean. the question: Is do you think he would have gotten no, fear no, factor no. without that baseball show he was talking about made his career? No, no, like no. That, well, that was a pilot. Got, though. got him enough money though that he could now do stand up. I get it, but what I'm it. saying, Kamar, is like: Do you think he would have gotten the subsequent like big I, jobs that he got had he not been on news radio? No, that was I my question. I no, news radio made him enough of a star that then he could translate that into. That was my things. question. Yeah, but I, I think so. he still succeeds without news radio. Yeah, and probably. Well, I mean, listen, the like. I guess the real question is, without news radio, does he maneuver himself to L.A. where he meets Brian and ends up doing the podcast? Because at the end of the day, the podcast, you would argue, ends up being his legacy. Yeah. Like, people will remember him. People will go, yeah, he was on news radio. If you're into fighting, for sure, you know him as the voice of the UFC. Um, but I think the podcast will be his legacy, well, unless I'm wrong. Unless he does something Comedy huge. or podcast, unless he becomes president, probably going to be his... But even then, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, and I know you're both going to give me a look, and there's going to be a long, awkward silence. I don't put Joe in the top 20 comedians. No silence, because that is fucking bullshit. Yeah, that doesn't take long to argue. Anyway, I mean, Wait, no, it depends. I, I don't really want to. That's argument. such a metric, and it's yeah, subjective. I don't, I don't like it, it, Okay, well, I'm saying comedians. for me, I just, I don't put, and That's I fun. do think he's a funny comedian. I've seen him live. I think he's. Jeff Dunham makes more money than Joe Rogan as a comedian, so he's a better comedian. That's what you're trying to say, right? No, no, that's, okay, not, exactly. that's not at all that's what I'm trying to say. I'm walking him into a trap, side. Yeah, you're not walking him into a trap. I get it. Okay, just, <laughs> it has nothing to do with this. Listen, episode, it's fine so. that you guys could put. Why we're talk? We're talking. We talked about a hundred fucking things during the last episode that didn't. Ron Funches. They talked to all about comedy. It was great, man. Yeah, it was really good. Finish what you're saying. Well, I forgot because you just fucking. There's 20 your- more comedians who are better than Joe Rogan. Well, of all time, for sure. Okay. You don't agree with that I, statement? I don't, I don't have time to go through 20. I couldn't remember 20 names, 10 names. Of I think all he's, time. He's getting in there. Like I, I, These metrics I'm talking about, speaking of, But though. stop. I'm talking about based on his comedy and his com- and what he's released. You would put him in the top 20 ever. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. I'm trying to think who I would like, even put in the top 20 ever. But so. you put you Chris Rock, Seinfeld, Louis C.K., Dave Chappelle. Um, I mean, to me, Seinfeld, prior. it's like his television show is what, to me, is great. No, his no, comedy that's five. Is, you uh, got 15 comics to go. Carlin. Carlin, yeah. Pryor. Yeah, you're six. 14 to go. I think he's in the top 20. Oh, <laughs> I, know this, I know this. I, oh, yeah, Bill Burr. Burr. say that. Um, People would argue Dennis Leary. I don't think I would. No, no I one I agree. could He's argue in the conversation. Bill Hicks, Bill Dennis Hicks, Leary's yeah. not in the conversation because Lenny Bruce, Bill Hicks, Kinison. Lenny Bruce is different. Kinison, and I would rather listen to Rogan than Kinison. Eddie Murphy. I would rather listen to Rogan than like half the guys um, you just named. Richard Jenny would be ahead of Rogan, and but Rogan you're would you're talking it. about who? Mitch Hedberg or Rogan? Probably Rogan. Listen, you're forgetting too. This is okay. This is a big thing that I think we need to take into account. If Joe didn't have this podcast, had never done an episode of this podcast, still did the UFC, so just had the UFC and did stand up, would he be? Would he have twenty thousand people showing up, Simon? That's my question, based on his comedy. 
Well, I think that the podcast made his comedy better, so it's a hard. Uh, you know what I mean? He goes through so many ideas and gets okay, so sure, many but I'm at, ideas. But I mean, I'm still. Show. I'm at, like, that's a good question, is it not? When he when like, he I mean, took Sigur- on when he took on uh, Mencia, did he have a massive following for his show at that point? No, no, no. That helped make the podcast. Well, that helped. His that helped make too. the podcast. Brian filmed that footage. We're getting deep in here. I think he's top twenty. I, I can't go through the. No, all, and that's fine. Listen, I, it is totally like. But to what you guys are saying uh, about like he's flipping hours now, which is just crazy. Louis J. Gomez released his special today. Louis C.K. We didn't throw him into the mix. He he probably admit he's above him or whatever. But um, Louis J. Gomez dropped his special today. Get it if you guys like your comedy. But he was like, it's probably my last. <laughs> like he doesn't even want to think about doing another special. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He'd rather live off his jokes and ad and stuff than a new hour is hard, man. I can imagine. So I can imagine that your first hour has got to be really. I bet hard. if you take his last two hours and put them into one, there it's even better. You know what I mean? But he's he's up there. I think. Jim Gaffigan or Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Jim Gaffigan's pretty But I don't good. put Jim Gaffigan in the top 20. No, me either. So there you go. But yeah. that's, you know what I mean? But, but again, it's so subjective, right? It is. Because I agree. There are pro- Listen, we know there's people out there that are probably like, Joe Rogan is the best comedian best ever. Best ever down. or people I want to listen to. Like, best ever. Yeah, you got to put uh, Kinnison into mix. But do I want to actually listen to him? Probably not. Gilbert know? Godfrey's in my top 20. Sure, for sure. Oh, and there you go. There's two we didn't fucking... Uh, Who's not Jeff Dave Ross? Attell. Dave Attell is in the top 20 for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Stephen Wright. Who's the guy that Mitch Hedberg? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, I would just, Geraldo. I would rather it gets, hear it Rogan gets the points than of, most yeah, of them. What's Patrice. Patrice. Patr- okay. Well, there. Norton. Well, I, we, mean, I can't believe we left Patrice out. Martin He's, Lawrence. Patrice is top three to me. Um, ever. Well, I have no notes on this. You brought this up out of nowhere. No, this is good, though. Okay. This is a natural conversation. No, I no, no. It's uh, it's uh, Bernie Mac. We all love Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac was but, incredible. So what you got to do now. Cosby. It, Cosby. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> no, but you've got to cut it off at dead and alive. Yeah. Why? Because as soon as you die, I, I just don't. That's a tough one. You, well, because they're doing relevant shit, and no, but doing because Eddie Murphy's that, still alive, but he hasn't done comedy in twenty years. Well, so. his comedy career is dead. Yeah, but he's he's he makes top twenty. <laughs> well, he makes the both top twenty. Exactly. exactly. Even if you killed exactly. him. But uh, Joe Rogan's done so much more comedy than he has. I mean, listen, Joe Rogan's done so much more. Period. Like most of the people we're talking about, they concentrate solely on comedy. Or I think we're forgetting. That's a that's a big takeaway. I can sit here and say Joe isn't in the top twenty, even if he's let's say he's number twenty one. It still makes it incredible because he's also got a podcast that he does five six times a week, well, as well as the UFC. Out, it just way, makes it your opinion. He puts out way more more material than most comics he's who prolific. don't have other jobs. He's I get prolific. It. Listen, he's prolific. I I started off by saying I'm not shitting on Joe either. Oh, I've seen him live. I think he's an incredible. I heard comedian. you say that. All right, whatever. Go fuck yourselves. Joe's never going to hear this. I don't give a shit. This is maybe he will. This is your dream episode, guys, though, because they talk about rap forever. Well, no, it's painful. It it's painful to listen to is Joe it? Rogan yeah, talk okay. about music personally. Right. That's what I said. When he's talking about rap, could you ever imagine Joe Rogan dancing? Like pop and locking? No. Especially because <laughs> he's like 5'3. My favorite point was when uh, Joe was talking about it. You know, sometimes I like to do clubs, you know, just you got to keep when they're talking about grinding stuff. 
And uh, Ron Tully called her. I was like, "You rich motherfucker!" Act <laughs> <laughs> about going in clubs, like you just, just doing clubs. Like he called him out for sure, and it, it it gives credence to that. I say that there's some disconnect for Joe and stuff. And I realize how hard it is. This guy's a successful guy. I look at him like, holy fuck! You think we're all doing like that? Yeah, that Joe is like Joe is dumb rich. And Joe makes a, a Joe off one UFC pay per view makes what most. Like top one percent comedians making a year, lifetime for some. No, I would say I said the top one percent oh, comedians. Yeah, That's I what gotcha. I'm saying. If you're like the Louis, and I'm not again, I'm not even talking like. And he's living a balanced, low risk lifestyle. You know what I mean? He's not like he's doing lots of drugs or yeah, burning it's, the it's candles. Well, he's just going hard. Listen, now. we the three of us really need Joe to. Get stay healthy and get keep, to us. keep going. <laughs> well, no, I just meant we on many we levels. Yeah. Thrive on yeah. If, if something how, happens to Joe, um, it's a bad. bad how time deep for us. are we into this thing? We're an hour and twenty six minutes. Perfect. I wouldn't say perfect, but well, let's uh, the huge matrix moment for all of us because they talk about that sport where you get tied together and oh my god yeah the uh, full contact arm wrestling yeah what? Kamar you you texted me and we're like did you hear about this through Rogan and I was like well, no I, we talked about this months ago we found it before Rogan found I mean maybe he knew about it already because it was the guy who started but, the UFC uh, but uh, when they started talking about it I was like and he says look you know, gonna work about they were Actually, if you go back and listen, was it episode two? You can hear our breakdown of it. It's a little more livelier than Joe's. But my uh, favorite is Joe's. Like he breaks his arm there on the table for sure. I'm like, I never thought of that, but yeah, that guy's arm definitely breaks. <laughs> and, that, and Ron is laughing like Mike Tyson. <laughs> the um, <laughs> they were talking about that slapping championship as well, the Russian which I went and watched. Yeah, yeah which I, is silly, funny, man. The the one where the the guy knocked the black guy in the white shirt. They're both white. No, we I I actually went and like watched the competition. The Russian one. Simon I don't flew know, to I Russia don't know. Yes. and went oh, and watched yeah. the competition with all their donations. Yeah, cocksucker. <laughs> Simon. No, Simon watched. Uh, he watched on the YouTube. He showed mm-hmm. me some of it too on, on yes. the tube. But like Joe said, some guys just slap, and some guys. Well, that's what them. that's what Matt was saying. It's like some guys you can see they're they have a really hard slap, but then some guys have like a palm slap that is just it might as well be like a that. punch. The you slap know? should involve, especially in a competition setting, it should really just be the fingers well, across the face. It should have to be that you can't slap any lower than like let's say where your thumb starts. So this is what they should do. If you slap someone they like should, that, here, they're gonna slap you back. I got an if you idea. Slap someone the other way. They're not getting. There's no up, more yeah. slap. I know how to work this out. You paint. You paint mm-hmm. their hand two colors. Mm-hmm. So if the guy ends up with a That's different it. color, I mean, he's gonna be unconscious, which is a problem, but he'll win. Well, then you win by disc. Yeah. yeah, you know. I don't know. It's a tough one. Russia, hit us up. We got uh, ideas for your slap league. So they were talking about. Thanks, um, are we done with the slapping? Sorry, there, fellows. Yeah, come, just, go ahead. Simon. You started it. You yeah. finish it. I mean, I don't got. <laughs> holy fuck! He started the, the slap. Subway like, killer here. Yeah. Done. Are you guys done talking about this bullshit? Yeah, you brought it up. Fuck. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. I was about to jump to another topic. I was being polite. You know. Might what? as well jump, man. From now on, I'm not even going to ask. Take I'm a leap, brother. Jump. Go ahead uh, and yeah. jump. Fuck yeah. Oh. They were talking about that great white that got stuck on the, on the on beach. On the beach. Yeah. And the guy goes to try and save it. And Joe's like. 
Put it back. Yeah, I love how Joe's would so non. Listen, Joe, we're not all heroes out here, asshole. Would you go anywhere near a no, shark? Joe, no, Joe was not was saying alive. to put it back. Yeah, he yes, was saying he was. there's no way you could put it back. The guy was trying to save it. No, you're wrong. Joe no, was sitting there saying, saying back. "Why are, are they doing? not all why putting they, it back in the why water? Why are they not putting it back? Why in the are water? they not? What? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're gonna have to go back and listen <laughs> oh, to that because that is God. absolutely hands down the worst oh, idea I've ever heard. I was listening. Are you being a character? He's beginning Bravo right now. He knows that he was. Joe was like, "Why are they putting him back in the water? What's those guys' problem?" Simon, and I'm like, 100%. This is "Why crazy. would you get close to what, a shark?" How, no, I'm positive that he was taking the other stand. No, no way, you are wrong, sir. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to categorically disagree with Joe here because why would you get near it? I'm of fast. course, <laughs> like it's a fucking eating machine. I believe Joe kept saying it can't do anything. It can't Listen, do anything. If I see do anything. if I see a dolphin washed up on the beach, things. I'm pushing it back in the water. Yeah. If I see a great white washed up on the beach i'm getting 250 instagram likes i don't know what to tell you like a yeah there's no fucking way try like a million but okay as long as you get a selfie with your head right beside the shark's head no no you have to you have to take that selfie with perspective in mind because if you, you know? if you take if you take it right up close you might as well push it back in yeah why are you getting anywhere close to that yeah, shark you guys are nuts i'm sure I don't care if it's a great way. I'm not helping any of those sharks back into the water. Zero sharks I'm helping. Unless it's one of those whale sharks, which I'm not going to be able to push back in anyways, but I'd get close enough to. What just dawned on me too is Joe says it washed up because it was trying to feed. So yeah. it's like, it's hungry. what makes you think the second you get that thing into shallow water, it doesn't just snap back into shark mode and is like, oh, sick. But wait, sorry. You think that because it's on the beach and you're helping it, it's going to be like, I'm going to wait until those guys... No, it's stupid. It's just going to bite you the second you get anywhere near it, you know? Yeah, I fully agree. You don't even need to get it back in the water. I'm just saying, though, yeah. 100%, once, yeah. once it's in the shallow yeah. water again, it doesn't it's not say like, to itself, oh, freedom, he saved me. Yeah, oh, I'm going to yeah. remember him yeah, forever. Yeah, no, 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 it's instant death. Yeah, that well, thing you, has you black eyes. Yeah. There's not like a... It's not like an elephant where no, it's... but think about how big a great white shark is. Yeah, it's I like am. the size of a... Well, it's bigger than a minivan. It's it's like the size of a small school bus, right? Let's say it was... He's e contending there's no way because you just pull it in by its tail. You can't pull a, a great white by its tail. Why not? They're fucking massive. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah, Kamar, there'd have to be like 60 full-grown men on the beach all pulling... I think My, the reason he was that, saying to help. I he was saying to help, which I, I found it. I didn't even know this. That's not even why I brought this up. This is crazy. I can't believe it. I'm going to go check this out. Another thing I'll have to talk about on I the post show. I will try to check it out right but, now. But um, the reason I brought it up is because, again, just the fact that these things are living down there and anybody goes into the ocean is like beyond me. Surfers and all these things that make themselves look like... Simon, how many videos have I showed you of kayakers like... But are you like that too? But it's not what only... What do you mean am I like that? You're like that too, right? It's not only... Dude, the ocean is not our space. <laughs> I know, but no It's not only the sharks, man. The land it's is in our like, space. Yeah, we're land people. It's... We're... We don't have gills. No, I feel like you think you're special. Like, the odds of that happening, you know what I mean? Like, it just happened to me. I'll get eaten by a shark. Well, obviously, I think I'm special because I figure the first time I fly in 20 years, that plane's going down. Exactly. So that's, it's just that's a, part it's of the just, psychosis. It's just a numbers thing, Kamar, you know? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. whenever that number is. I've just always swam the ocean with no fear. Well, you. That's classic you man attitude stupid. right there. Yeah. What a stupid, that's, stupid yeah. man. Dude, Tillicum. 
what might get you. That's a bit harsh. But. Well, Matt, what I was going to say is sharks, like they're out there to kill you. Forget that. Those guys who are out in the kayaks and the whale comes up, like that thing doesn't even want to hurt you, but it is so fuck like, and its eye is as big as your kayak. That shit fucks me up. I would have an instantaneous heart attack. Yep. Or you'd be like blessed. No, I would, I, I would shit myself and I I just don't even know what I would do. If I saw that eye. Dude, when I lived in BC and I'd see those kayakers out there. Those are monsters. I'm like, you know, there's whales out there. Like why bother? You guys are real afraid of cats, eh? This it fucking is, guy. It is outer space, man. Yeah. yeah. You it, might it, as well go into it's outer, outer space. space. And and again, we've probably explored more of space than we have of our own ocean. Yeah, that's what Ron was saying. <laughs> you know why? And I'm just gonna throw this out there. Maybe because there's something in the ocean that oh, they we don't want us to see. Oh my god, Simon is so deep. I'm just saying. Simon's Maybe. found a new conspiracy. Maybe. The pathway to the second core. Well, do you not? Interesting. They, they, they don't you find it interesting though, Kamar, that um, they have just uh, gone to look in so little of our ocean. Yeah. Like they're just not interested in seeing what's down there. And it's a lot closer. No, than the it's moon not is. that. If timing. I was in charge of things, it's the pressure. Man. Oh wait, it's are the you pressure? Okay. Cool. We have sent supplies. people to space. I yeah, think we vacuum. can figure out the pressure down there. No, yeah, we can't. We did. Yeah, we James can. Cameron went down there. We just need to spend a little bit more money to Come do on, it. He barely went down there. There's like uh, another like forty thousand feet. Yeah. Okay. What if there At are really? Plus. What if there are really important things down there that we need to see, and they're not going? Like that seems crazy to me. It seems like aggressive. What? Just as I don't know, throw one out. Okay, well, let's just say, let's just say, there's a cork. So no, the no, water no, 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 no. Let's let's just say we know we know for a fact that the oceans used to be different. Land used to be where oceans were. It is possible that way down in the ocean, just like way beneath the ice in Antarctica, it is possible that there were things there that existed before the last ice age happened, or maybe even the ice age before that. So there could be a whole civilization down there and we're not even interested in finding out like that seems crazy to me. We're not even, interested I find in the it interesting that you think there's no one in like, like you are the only single out of seven and a half billion people. That's like, why are we going down there? Whoa. <laughs> no, no, but uh, Simon, there's obviously people looking in. Like, you think that right now there aren't scientists that are like, how do we get 10,000 feet deeper? You think we've just given up? Well, I just think that they're being dissuaded to do so. I actually... Uh, by who? The space people? Probably, no, 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 no reason probably to go down by there. the government. I actually use lack of exploration of our underwaters uh, in my uh, moon hoax hold on argument hold on i want to go back to this i want to unpack simon a little bit do you think that um the government is not hiding things from us okay so you now you think the government is hiding things that are (laughs) (laughs) i'm not saying what i think i'm just that's the problem is you're not saying what you think throwing out the possibility this is the ultimate diablo avocado and he's not even using one he hasn't even handed his chit in he's just trying to do this low pro under the radar how are you letting this go this is my point every week i get shit on for doing things because the two of you have been best friends since fucking grade five and now this asshole's over here diablo avocadoing out his fucking ass he won't 
won't make a stance <laughs> and he's saying crazy shit and you're just over here like oh, well I mean he gets to do just, that just because Floyd throwing out I'm possibilities somehow he brings it back to Ron Funches oh, <laughs> oh fuck I forgot we were talking about Ron Funches I always give him the benefit of the doubt I was fuck. like Dude, and Ron got, says like whatever the last episode we were talking about we went slightly off and he shot on us and now he's over here fucking he's, oh, he's, he's deep sea diving you know what it Ron was Funches. I wasn't it was, trying it was to the shit second you, you said yeah we got lots of time <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah Simon's like good we're going it's deep true. It was deep what, underwater it's true sorry um, sorry for yelling I yeah, got worked up no I um I, I'm just throwing out that idea and same with um <laughs> with the north with the uh, south pole like there could oh. be really a lot of things under the ice that uh, will come to light as global warming takes care of the ice. I think Ron Funches did say something about Antarctica but I did hear a really stupid idea about why the polar ice caps are melting by the ancient aliens if you care to hear it sure <laughs> why not let's squeeze um, this in in between Ron Funches and- so what they're saying this and I do not believe this willing to take a stance on this one okay um, they, the ancient alien conspiracy theorist people believe that, okay, so the ice caps are melting, but only on the edge, not in the middle, mm-hmm. which doesn't really make any sense. According to them, what they think is happening is that there's a whole city and like I was telling you before, Matt, with the uh, hollow core earth theory. So there's a whole city underneath the ice in Antarctica. Functioning city or ancient city? A functioning alien city. And it's giving off so much heat that it's actually melting the ice, which is causing, which is, but there are no cities in the middle, which is why. Oh my God. I apologize to Kamar earlier for letting him talk bullshit. Now you're fucking five minutes of horseshit. No, I told you right away that that this was a stupid theory that I didn't believe. I thought we were really, it's crazy. It's a crazy idea. It's even crazier than the reason they don't want you to fly over the South pole is because there's a giant hole to get you into that, um, ancient city. All I can say, Jesus, if Eddie Bravo has gotten inside of you and you're having a moment right now. Yeah, Simon's had like a freaky Friday moment was where Ron him and Eddie Bravo have switched bodies. I think Ron Funches did talk about Antarctica, though. He was just the nicest guy, been through it all. A great comment. Yeah, let's talk about him a little bit. I guess that <laughs> I was actually going to say we got to move on. Yeah, I think we said we had to move on. Yeah. <laughs> Simon's got four pages of Ron Funches notes, but he's, no, he's chosen. Got, he's chosen he's to use four this pages time. of Middle Earth and no notes of Ron Funches, and now he's buying time to oh, keep going. I had I had a bunch of other stuff. Um, I would listen to the Jamie experience. Yep, the he, Jamie Vernon experience. Yeah, he really does shine there when Joe goes to the bathroom. Well, they just had a good report because Ron Funches is such a nice guy. Joe has a three-hour podcast. Jamie talks for five minutes, and you're like. I think Jamie should have a podcast. I'm just, I'm being facetious. (laughs) No, but Jamie's podcast should be six minutes. (laughs) Yeah, it should just be five minutes. Yeah, so I'm setting up the stuff now, and uh, -and so-and-so's coming to the studio. Uh, Joe just got here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, see you after. Every week it's a photo. That's the Jamie Vernon experience. (laughs) Every week it's a photo of Jamie with either the flamethrower or the sword. Oh, fuck, that's funny. (laughs) Okay, well, let's rate Ron Funches. And apologize to him for talking about aliens yeah. instead of him. I mean, I will say this. As we always say, comedians, for some reason, 
rarely get a good uh unless they're lenny clark i think we're lucky if we end up down a couple of rabbit holes or um, i don't think we have to force south it. south pole holes as the case may be <laughs> with these comedians a south hole a south hole hmm. all right rate the episode he's uh, way better than shane on. dorian i give it a i give it a three you give it a three simon i thought our episode was very good our synopsis of this episode was tremendous. We didn't talk about this episode for 30 fucking seconds. What are you talking about? I do. It was okay. I, I give it like a two and a half. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll give it a three. I like Ron Funches. I don't think we gave this episode. You're, you're going to have to just listen to it because we didn't tell you. It's, any. it's definitely a podcast for comics. They talk a lot about comedy and just being yeah. yourself. And- yeah. I didn't know who he was, and I liked the episode. Like, I'm telling you, they talk about rap for, like, 30 minutes. And Do they? Yeah, no, they it just, it, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I love rap, and I don't remember this at all. Well, Name one rapper they talked about. I tuned out for the whole thing. Nice. Uh, Action Bronson. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, there. Let's, that's a good, a quick one-minute segue. They talked about uh, his art. Yeah, they did. Simon's I don't like to shit right on people, but okay, I, fair I don't enough. care for that. But I, I, you yeah. didn't care for his his draw his paintings. It's not. It's that it just seems like I don't know. It really doesn't seem like he put a lot of work into them. I could be wrong. He could be slaving over them for hours. This this is how artist looks at artists. You know how I look at other comedians. It's the same. It's the same thing. Gotcha. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, final thoughts on Ron Funches, Kamer. What a great guy, man! Great I dude. loved him. I love him. Great I love dude. him to be in my bedroom. Yeah, just he was out. such a nice guy. Did you say so I love chill. him to be in my bedroom, just yeah, hanging just, out? Hey, how's it going, Kamar? Everything all right today? <laughs> well, I think bad. he wants to fuck. Why not your living room? There's a million. Yeah. No, in his bedroom, Where, wherever he's comfortable, <laughs> wherever Kamar's comfortable. No I'm just hanging out with him in my bedroom. He's he comes grown, into his bedroom. He's Kamar a says, grown man. This would never <laughs> happen. But maybe he could just have like a him AI as a screen. Just so it's like Coachella in your bedroom now? G and me up. Kamar well, watches one. We're going to be talking about sex robots in the next episode. Yeah. So you could get yourself a Ron Funches sex robot. I feel like there's going to be a deep episode. With so that yeah. voice, it would be perfect. Ron Funches was awesome. I love to listen um, to talk forever. Yeah, final thoughts on Ron Funches for awesome. me. Thought he was a great guy. Probably should have given him a little more time in this. If you like him a lot, you can listen to his podcast. Which, to me, he didn't sell very well, though. Because he said it wasn't very funny. But I think he takes well, it a little. Maybe he's trying to do a serious podcast. I think, I, he is trying. He to is. Do a yeah. Well, that's okay. Yeah. So it's good he warned people. That. But you right. just shot on it. I don't think it did. I shit on it. Yeah. No, you said I. Okay. I well, listen, no. What did I say, man? Well, listen. Oh my god. No, I'm, We'll I'm, talk about I'm, it in the post show, Simon. <laughs> I'm asking. I'm genuinely asking. He, you were. Listen. Are your balls hurting you again oh or something? God. Because you're very angry today. <sighs> Okay, let's move on to the next 1274. episode. 1274. 1274. I hope people are you listening because pr- this is alien pronou- stuff. <laughs> you want to pronounce his uh, name? Was it Nick Christakis? Nicholas. Was it Christakis? Good one. Yeah, sure. Perfect. Let's go with that. Well, how do you spell it? It's, I, I don't know. I thought it was Christakis. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Was he Swedish? He was. He was a sociologist and a physician. That studied social networks and a whole bunch of other stuff. From Yale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they started off talking about Halloween costumes. Well, that's because... I had no idea what they were talking about. Well, no, that's because him... You didn't? Joe's talked about this. It's a free speech. Joe's spoken about this incident like 50 times. What is the incident? Enlighten me. So his wife sent out a letter to... This guy's wife? Yes. Because she also is a professor at Yale. I believe she sent out a letter 
saying, um, how about this year we are maybe a little bit less involved in what the students wear at Halloween? <clears throat> and Meaning? I guess. Meaning? Well, I'll get to that. So there was a huge backlash. Um, and what he said is he's like, my wife is the kind of person that gets offended at Halloween costumes. Like she doesn't want someone dressing up like a Native American. She doesn't want, you know what I mean? She, he, she's not that type of person. What she wanted was she was saying, hey, every person that attends this school is an adult. They can all vote. Why should we be stepping in any more than we already do with things? As a school, shouldn't we just let them govern themselves? They're all adults. That was her point. Okay. And he was saying that the school came back, that the students came back and were actually, they were like, no, we definitely want you to step in. We definitely want you to lay the ground rules. And we definitely want there to be guidelines and what we can and can't wear. And he was like, I can't believe that in this day and age, adults want to be pretty much dictated to. Like, you know. Like, they try to get them fired for this. Yeah. And he and you know he's saying like listen first of all he, he his point was we're not saying go out her, and, it was her she, yeah she wrote the letter but he was saying he's like You're standing by her too she's not out there saying go and dress up like a Native American because it's Halloween what he's saying is you guys are adults you know there's not always going to be a governing body looking after you when you get older and I don't know I. I so it wasn't specifically about slutty Indian costumes or anything like that. It was uh, no, it was just, it was about just having sorry, no, native, it was about native offensive. It was just about offensive. Okay. Well, I, I'd use native an Americans argument that as, wasn't necessary to have rules for costumes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's how he because his wife was. They both nearly got fired over it. And then he just recently won the school's highest honor. Yeah. Because a comeback kid. Very uh, smart guy. I mean, it just goes to show you what's going on in some of those universities. Like, But I mean, you're still friends with tons of the same, I mean, tons. You're still friends with people who don't share your same beliefs. Of course. Whether they be political or anything else. I mean, up to a point, right? Like there's a line. Yeah, I guess, you drew that the line at Flat Earth. You right. said that a couple episodes or, ago. Right, that's my line. I don't know what yeah. your line is. Kamar's line, you know, might or be. Or Sony agree with everything they do, fucks you over, then you don't like them anymore, even though you agree with everything. Sure. But yes, Simon, the better. point is, I have plenty of friends. Listen, we sit here week after week, and we don't always agree with each other. I mean, you and I disagree on plenty of shit. Of course, yeah. No, and yeah, and every week you leave. Well, actually, I guess there's been one or two weeks, but it's usually video game wise. But there's been one or two. I would say you usually leave and you're not like I hate Floyd. It was about weed stores, man. That was the only time that I really. Uh, but even then, I don't think you left. No, like, of course You know what not. I mean? That's no, what I'm saying. You still not. leave like of we course. shake hands and you're like, yeah, hey, I'll see you in a couple of days. You're like, yeah, and that's that. I can't stand being here. <laughs> no, but that's the point is like, you know, we've all we've all gone back and forth on certain issues. And at the end of the day, we can just go ah, whatever. My my thing about this guy, he, he was having too much fun that he kept forgetting his train of thought. Yeah, I mean, I you know, he was like an American Gadsad almost. <laughs> Fucking Gadsad, Simon. What, what are you looking at? You got some notes? Come on. Oh, we got sorry, I was just notes. going yeah. back. It's, it's to, your time to shine, uh, aliens. Ron Funches for a second to see. Um, no, we've moved on to see. Save it for the post. Yeah, joke. no, it's all good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, because I don't even know what political views I really believe in, you know? I believe in some libertarian views, but some of it I find, you know... You have to have a gun to totally your head to really decide out what there you stand on and, something. 
No, but like Chris Rock had that old bit where he's like, I'm liberal on some things and I'm conservative on others. Like, right. I don't like being labeled as one thing. He's well, like, and that's Joe's whole point too, right? Yeah. Like you can't call me right adjacent or whatever the fuck, because I'm interested in that opinion. It doesn't mean it's my opinion. Yeah, it's true. Like this guy's whole point was you have to be having the conversation and that's what they've been saying. You know, yeah, I didn't they've had going, countless guys on saying the exact same thing in one way or another is that it's better to have let people say racist things to know who's racist. That, well, that's one reason you should let them say those things is so that you know exactly who they are. I you'd, said that like episode you'd three. rather than be out in do. the open. Yeah, but maybe there episode are, two. There are other reasons to let those people speak as horrible as what they were like. We're not going to have this stupid free speech uh, argument again, but. Yeah, it it's was, the same it was argument his, it was all his, the time. His bottom line, yeah. Yeah, but it's, well, okay, we can not have it again. That's fine. But we're the people that should be having it because as we've realized, we don't have it as Canadians. Yeah, I if mean, we were sitting in the are States, we willing I, to fight for it? We should be. But you know, it's interesting. How, like, um, when I found, you'll never I, get Canadians to fight for anything. And no, it can't but just we, be you. Well, Jordan Peterson, who I know you hate, is slightly fighting it. He's trying to get rid of the Ontario human rights tribunal yeah. that's a step in the right direction yeah, i mean i would back him on that i would too i don't see the need to have a human rights tribunal especially it's, when they're doling out eighty thousand dollar fines to comedians i'm sorry kamar in the uh, in the news um mark zuckerberg was asking for regulation somebody to regulate his own company no the, the tech industry <laughs> and the angle of the uh, article was that is not because he wants them to fix it. He wants to make the, he wants to like insulate them, so it's harder to get into it. Like you have to be a big player. Yeah. So just any by regulation, all yeah, of a sudden yeah. they're they're almost protecting themselves from competition rather than actually correcting whatever wrong shit they do. Well, that's because he also knows that they've bought them already. So any regulation they put into place, they're going to have control over most likely. But yeah, I mean, you know, we've beaten free speech to fucking death on this podcast we if you it's your first time listening you you know we obviously think, welcome thank you for listening yeah no but i mean we're all strong advocates for free speech and like i said we only found out like three <coughs> months ago that we don't even have it in this country so on a lighter note <coughs> um there's a cruise you can take a flat earth cruise you can go yes, on yes where you take a cruise up to the arctic so you can see the ice wall we should take it. The that's three of incredible. Us. If we ever, if this thing ever takes off, we're taking that cruise. Now I'm too gullible. It would be that, a, that might be enough to put. Push, I was just gonna say, Kamar, yeah, Kamar at the end of the, the cruise edge. is like, if, I'm, I'm in. There, we'll we'll be like cruising by the edge of like one of the big um, ice shelves, and Kamar will just be like, "Holy fuck, it's true, it's real." Kamar and, jumps and off. That's what I just said. Yeah, I don't need that. And how, how much would that be? Unless donations pay for it. <laughs> okay. Well, there's Stop no fucking the way I am going on a cruise. First of all. Secondly, <laughs> if I ever did go on a cruise, which I wouldn't, because of that whole fucking thing, we'll go into in a second. It wouldn't be to the ice wall. But did you hear about that cruise ship that um, they all had to be airlifted off? Because the mumps or the measles? No, or? the waves were too bad. Oof. The thing was capsizing. Ooh. Like no fucking thank Love you. Love to see some. Today's been footage. more of a news show than a fucking. Besides, <laughs> besides inside which. Simon's left cortex. <laughs> <show>. <laughs> yeah, like what is going on over there? Like, I thought this. 
We're using the guess as a baseline today, right? Is that it? We're uh, just kind of going off. It of... really wasn't a really strong week, man. Okay. This guy talked about a lot. A no, lot. I know. I know. This guy should have been no, the one. My one question about was, AI a lot. he kept having too much fun with Joe and go, what, what, what was I talking about? Why are we talking about that? They're talking about serial killers. They talked about Yeah, but that's Joe's Did you guys too. hear about that uh, Game of Thrones promotion that they're running where they hid seven um, thrones, you know, the Iron Thrones? life-size iron thrones seven of them hidden all across the world okay so they didn't really hide them well listen so this couple is cross-country skiing in bc out in the middle of fucking nowhere they come across the these people jump out of the woods they've been waiting there they blow trumpets they get down they're all dressed in like fucking whatever garb they take them to the throne. They do this whole ceremony. They get the pictures taken. Then they leave the throne there for like a week so other people can go and see it. But then they get to keep the throne. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's fucking hilarious. And this right? relates to this doctor how? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. They talked about something. <laughs> I, keep, I keep waiting for what it is. No, it's not going to happen. Come on. To the thing, he kept, he kept oh, forgetting no, what he was this, talking about. This relates to the ice wall. Because, you know, the ice wall, Game of Thrones, ice. Oof, that's a stretch. It, but it Oof. was somewhere. Hey, yeah. okay. hey, if you're excited about Game of Thrones, email oh us at no. JRE no, 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 no. Podcast at Come on, Gmail. This guy, it starts this guy next week. This guy legitimately had a lot to talk about. He talked about AI. He definitely does not he think. He thinks it's far off. And not only that, he thinks that Simon, that none of us are living to anything longer than we're supposed to live to. Like, he doesn't think that anyone that's alive right now, that's like 40. Yeah, but he was, he, like, he was soft on ages and stuff. We should let that go of ourselves. No, no, but Kamar, he said he was like someone, there might be someone alive right now that'll live to 150, but, you know, Joe being like, oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to, in my lifetime, look like I'm 20 again. That shit's not happening. But he said this. Oh, I, I totally disagree. I totally disagree. I think that's all going to happen within your lifetime. You think that? Absolutely. Absolute I love how you point at me like like looting. my lifetime is that much longer than yours. Our lifetime? That's what I meant. What? So that's what's wrong with doctor. so ornery, man. Listen, our lifetimes, that's definitely how You found his timelines offensive. No, he agrees. Oh, he found this guy's timelines offensive. Yeah, I, I, think so. I think Joe is right. I think that... I think it's going to happen really quick. And I think it's still going to cost money. Well, but... Well, oh, but hold on. At first, the first round of everything always costs always the most costs expensive. Money. Like I'm sure a laser disc player the day it came out was fucking too great. Everything in the world has been sped up exponentially. When a so, nose job so is two hundred dollars, so will the amount of time that things take to actually get to market. Like I just, yeah. I mean, I don't know what it's going to be, man. But it's going to be something. I thought it was interesting when he was talking about human beings, just as the only. Um, animal i guess the only species that's able to well one of the only that it's actually able to teach like other species will teach through demonstration but you're not even sure if they're doing that or they would do that anyways right but we like go out of our way to teach every mm -hmm. imaginable thing which is apes do that too though right did they say, did he say that or just us no i think he said certain he, he, I said, think he said certain, certain yeah, yeah that's it. he said few few species we're one of few species but also not that. to the level that we do no, no, sex, very of course not yeah. to the and level sex for pleasure do. well dolphins do that too we are few <laughs> 
Well, I guess the idea is that if you're willing to teach somebody, then you actually care enough that that you're going to make a decent society, right? Like you're not going to go out of your way and teach. Think about it. You're no, not that argument go, now is out the window. Oh man, we're just now talking. It's, all it's a simulation, based. bro. It's a simulation. Well, what do you mean? <coughs> I mean, now let's say you know something that no one else knows. There's a good chance you're only teaching people for the money. Mm-hmm, right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that's because we live in a terrible society. So but if my society point, was But Simon, right, my point was now we got, we've gone to a point now where it's almost solely based on money. It's very rare that someone's like, I just want to teach everyone this so that I can make the world a better place. I'm not saying there aren't, well, there wait, are outliers. You're saying for giant ideas, but what do you mean? You could be good at something and want to teach somebody else. That makes our society good. Matt's a good photographer. He could he could teach you how to take photos. He wouldn't charge you for it. You know what I mean? Like the but I but does that make but I guess yeah I think it does make the world a better place. Okay. It doesn't make a giant difference like inventing penicillin or no, something. No, that's fine. But, Listen, uh, I, I just that's I, an argument for open source. Right, exactly. Exactly, that's an argument sure. for open source. But I, I mean, I just don't see how you could teach photography open source. Like, I don't. There's certain things that aren't that don't translate. No, no, to no, that. No, no. I get. Teaching, what you're, I understand what you're saying. It's teaching each other, teaching or learning and teaching. I guess each Simon, other. I just look at like change. Like, I don't know. I look at it differently than you. Like for me, that doesn't change anything for me. I'm just talking about human beings. I get though, what you're saying. You know? Yeah, yeah. We are an interesting species who, before the idea of. Um, having to have so much money. I don't know. I, I don't know when that, maybe that's always been a thing. We're but complicated it just back, apes. It just goes back to me thinking like, it's just, we're, we're just teaching each other how to be a better cancer on this earth. Like that's all we've done. Except for me. Cause I planted a bunch of trees. Oh my God. I'm not going to listen to this. I anymore. mean, I, I guess it depends on how you look at it. I'm like if you look at it the way Joe looks at it and you know, we're just a step in becoming uh, AI, a new thing. Well then, yeah, I guess maybe what you're saying makes sense. But if I like, I don't think that's the case. So we're still in the cocoon. Yeah. I, I don't like that. I, I mean, I personally don't, care for that idea. Simon has a very structured idea how it's all going to no, end. No, I, no. Anything yeah. It makes you very uncomfortable. Yeah. This yeah. Thing, this it's way, all coming I, to, It's all crumbling around. I am open to all sorts of bonkers ideas, obviously. But like, you know what you like. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying that one in particular, I that's not one that I would personally personally subscribe to holy shit chiropractory yeah that was really hard to get out <laughs> that was the best part ever man yeah. i don't know i just don't i i disagree i'm with this guy and that i don't think the ai is going to come along as quickly and it, it i don't know well what, what, i admit what it he? hurt my feelings when he gave his predictions on everything but like, kamara it should hurt your feelings because every every second scientist Dis, you know what I mean? Like every all I get the is listen is some guys going to go next week. To, oh, that Yale guy, he's a screwball. Exactly. <laughs> but it'll be Stefan. <laughs> oh, fuck Stefan. Nice that story, guy's a real Nicholas. Fucking <laughs> asshole. Yeah, real piece of shit. This is yeah. my turn to talk, Gary. No, he just kept laughing at everything. They were having such a fun time. And he's so excited to explain stuff. He kept forgetting what he was talking about. It happened ten times. Yeah, I mean, other than that, it was a great. No, he had a, he had a lot of good things to say. He was talking about um, like we live as a collective, and we wouldn't do that if the benefits didn't outweigh the the negatives. Otherwise, we would just be solo creatures. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. That's what I was going to say. Kamar is 
you like you're assuming that AI is going to happen and it's going to be bad. No, no, he didn't say that. He said it's going to fix everything. That was his contention from the beginning. But maybe, oh, okay. But maybe the fix will be making us live. Yeah, just differently. Get all the all right. Kinks out, like, yeah. get rid of all the technology. Maybe AI comes the biggest technology and removes all the unnecessary technology. Yeah, but that's like Elon's. So Elon Musk's. I think I mentioned so this before. So we're back to like you know Elon Musk's oldest um, AI thing is uh, if if you created AI to get rid of spam emails, the perfect AI would just kill human beings. That's you are just do. all about killing us eh? no no my no yeah, my I point, think he's the one who thinks ai is going to kill us all i don't i'm just okay. bringing up the point that you're sitting there saying like maybe it's going to remove technology or maybe it'll yeah. remove it, it could go the other way absolutely would, i'm just saying it would most likely if it was looking at everything it would go oh you guys are the problem despite us creating it right but it could also because we created it and yeah thinking that maybe we could get some sort of back door in it would say the best thing for the humans is not their eradication yeah. but to get them back to living at a time when they were unable or they were better off and they didn't even know it sure but the thing is is you have to create some sort of form of continuous uh, electricity, basically, right? Right, which they for have. The, for the I batteries. Think, I think they have, and they're just so hiding it just one self the same thing, when it's easier to get electricity than gasoline, that's the final chip. But. It's um, solar. Well, no, but, no, but I, the whole I think there's setup. actually like there some is. technology probably that exists that they are just not releasing yet because the oil companies run the world and they don't want that out there maybe I mean, you, maybe yogurt will run the world that one can't day. Who knows? that can't be so hard to believe these are tall accusations <laughs> the oil businesses might be corrupt what else i think we gotta Simon? erase this um, yeah i'm deleting this part he kept asking joe um is it all right if i talk about that we don't know what you're going to talk about yet. Uh, no, so. it was about nothing. Just whatever he wanted to talk about, you know? And Joe would say, oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, dude. Yeah, that happened all the time. Uh, are you being sarcastic? No, he was literally yeah. constantly Thank asking you. him. Joe's like, listen, buddy, this it, is a podcast. It's a podcast. No, but Joe, never, We're here for three Joe hours. never said it. I thought at one point Joe would say, listen, dude, you don't have to ask me every time you want to go to the bathroom. You know what I mean? Just yeah. go to the bathroom. <laughs> I think this guy assumed. I, I think, again, this guy wasn't a listener. He was on there for a reason. To sell well, his no, book. No, but I think he assumed it was going to be like an interview where Joe was just going to ask him like question after question after question. He didn't necessarily think like, I can just bring up whatever anecdote I want about whatever. Because a lot of them too, he was kind of going off like, like he'd go way off base to where I was like, well, what, yeah. what was he just talking about? Once they uh, got through the uh, aftermath of the Yale incident, it was just a potpourri of fucking yeah. everything they talk about Rogan. And he was definitely a, a liberal. <clears throat> I don't, th I think he didn't like Trump. And, um, well, they were talking about jeans for a little while. Like Levi's. No, like uh, the genes you pass on and the gene uh, pool. Yeah, just I was thinking about which genes. I I can't believe that. I mean, I can see it in my son for sure. I can see my terrible qualities in my son. Mm -hmm. I just can't believe that there would ever be a debate whether they inherit those trait. We inherit those traits from our parents. You know, I don't know either. Yeah, but, but I, I, see, you didn't see I mean, three identical strangers, did you? No. Okay. So I don't want to ruin it, but it's a movie about 
I mean, it's three, a movie yeah. about three identical twins. Triplets. All, yeah, triplets that got separated at birth. So they were at an adoption agency, and the adoption agency separated them. They all went to separate homes. And then at the age of 19, one of them goes to school, and everyone at school is like, hey, hey, how was your summer? How was your summer? And he's like, I don't know who the fuck these people are. Long story short, he ends up meeting his two twin brothers. And the point they kind of get to in the movie is like, on the surface, as much as they all seemed alike, they looked alike, they smoked the same cigarettes, they had the same interest in women, they actually were nothing alike. That it really, they were more like the people that raised them. Mm-hmm. It's nature and nurture. Like, there's going to be some of both. I of just course. don't see how you can say no, like it. He quoted that. Anyway, that's, that's his quote. Yeah. What I was thinking about genes, though, is what about genes of people who went to war? Go on. Well, you know what I mean? That shock. Like, we don't even know what that's like. Like, they used to just tell you. Like, draft. But what do you mean the genes of people who went to war? Like, he's asking. I think what he's saying is, does it affect the gene pool? Like, As less people are going into combat, that gene will get... Um, the the warrior gene is out getting or, or weaned what, out. What that experience of fucking like. Well, but it must have gotten weaned out anyways because we go so far. But it wasn't like back when the Incas, where you were fighting a war every four weeks. No, I'm talking I mean? to like what Chappelle was talking about today in the fifties or whatever, World War Two. Yeah, no, but that attitude, that feeling, like, is in those people's genes. No, because Kamar, I think to get rid of that out of like your genes takes like, like. You're talking like I don't know hundreds of years. Well, no, you're talking about like a mutation or like. But I just don't even understand what we're talking about here. I don't either. I'm just commenting. No mutation. Like the the X Men. The listeners understand. No, (laughs) No, Kamar is talking about as less people are in these crazy stressful situations. But Kamar, I don't think that has anything to do with genes. Well, we must. I don't think so. No, but what are you saying? So these people go through crazy situations during World War Two, and then they World pass War One. All of they them. They pass on the genes of, of shit your pants and fucking getting attacked and whatever fear. I don't know. No, because I guarantee you, Kamar. I guarantee you, dudes that fought in both wars ended up raising sons that would be regarded as like pussies mm-hmm. to them. You know what I mean? Just on pure. Well, no, but also I think. Parents that went through that are like, I don't want my kids to go through this. I don't want my kids to ever. Have I to. just realized I'm not smart enough, but that made me think about that. Huh, that was fun. my moment, Simon. Sorry. Fun. No, no, it's fine. I'm just trying to be able to have the Floyd conversation. Floyd made it sound like it made sense, so we'll yeah, get through it. Listen, I'm but trying to help Kamar. Like you said, I'm sure the listeners will understand. Mm-hmm. If they're not gone. Do you have anything else on this guy? we got to wrap it up. Uh, I mean, we can wrap it. Oh, I wanted to talk about the, because he was talking about the... Um, Stand your ground law mm-hmm. and how crazy it is that um, you're allowed to shoot somebody because of a law. And you can see where it goes wrong when that guy is in the parking lot. And that's the example he gives where he has the guy down on his knees and then shoots him and says, well, you know, I don't even know what that whole thing was about. But it reminded me of, have I ever told, I know I've told you the story, but have I ever told you the story about those five kids in, I don't know, it was like Memphis or something, and they're going to rob a house? No? Yeah, go- the Memphis Five. Is that, I, I think it's the five. I Ten, think. Anyways, 12? they go to rob this house. Yeah. And Wrongly accused? No. No. They go to rob the house, and they think nobody's home. They have no guns. Um... It turns out that there's a guy home. 
he comes out of the room with a shotgun and he kills one of the five kids who are trying to rob Break the into house. Us, yeah. Then he holds the rest of them gunpoint until the cops get there. They take the four remaining kids away. He's okay because he was protecting his castle. That's the law. He's fine. Um, and then they charge the kids with the death of the other kid because you can't during the committing of a crime, like if you and I go to rob a bank and the teller gets shot, we're both responsible for the death, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. But in this case, they're obviously not responsible for the death of their friend. It's just just another miscarriage of justice. We get get controversial though, because of what he said, do you guys believe in no death penalty? Uh, Yeah, there shouldn't be a death penalty. You think there shouldn't be a death penalty? Well, what? what, Well, with a death penalty, you're rocking an eye for an eye, and I don't think an eye for an eye should be the state's. Yeah, no, I I think I agree with you. I don't think they should be the ones who decide that. If if it's a vote, then I think I'm okay with it. We're also we're also forgetting that they've gotten it wrong a bunch. Yeah, for sure. I, I just don't keep that guy in jail forever. And I think if it's if you really want to punish somebody, solitary, like they do that anyways, and they don't even realize that it's the worst punishment you can do to somebody. Just I mean, I'd almost say that that's inhumane though. Like, there's an argument that if it's so cut and dry, wait, hold on. If it's if it's the most horrendous crime you can think of, and we both just agreed that there shouldn't be the death penalty. Well, this guy shouldn't be able to like live out his life. I'm not saying it should be comfortable, Simon, but jail is, you know. Yeah, it does, man. It's just, that's what it means. It means they, they, like they got that guy killed 73 kids in Norway. Yeah. Or Finland. Mm -hmm. He got 27 years and he was in solitary confinement and he complained. Yeah. Well, 27 years is definitely not enough for that guy. But no, no, but that's Simon, what it is. no, but I mean that's a really good. I guess that's a really good argument if we're going to talk about the death penalty. Is what do you do with a guy who kills twenty seven kids? You know, no, he killed seventy two, seventy two, twenty seven, but, two one. Like so, Simon. That's what I was getting at. Is like there, you know. I think there are egregious cases where it's so cut and dry, like <laughs> that. What that we should kill the people potentially. And again, I'm not saying like it should be state run. I said I said I'm against what's, that, but no, the, you just said there's no hey, death penalty. What's the libertarian point of view? Does anybody know for the death penalty? Well, they would always be less always government. against the government, right? So yeah. I just look at it like this, you know. There's Botched. there's certain people where death penalties they have bad. enough evidence to put them away. And you know, like they're like, Okay, we have enough evidence where we're certain this person's guilty but we don't have like, I don't know, you know, videotape of them killing a person. But, you know, when you have like, when you have 50 eyewitnesses that are like, we saw this person gun down 25 people in cold blood, 10 people, whatever it is, there's certain instances where then maybe we should have the talk. But when, when you have fucking, what's that? What are you laughing at? Come on. I thought you were sitting with the mic that low and then I realized you were just. No, I'm just <laughs> slouching with it. Yeah. I'm just rolling I'm so with it. I'm so sorry because you're making such a good point. No. Yeah. I just, there's times where, you know, like I said, it's so egregious that maybe we should have the talk, but I don't think it no. should just be on the table. No. Well, it's only in certain places no, that no, it is. It doesn't matter. It's one or the other. <laughs> I know it's one or the other, Kamara. I'm just. And you said you don't believe in the death penalty. 
I don't, I don't know. That's what he said first, I'm so that's what he has to stick with. That's what we're saying. Yes, listen. If it came <laughs> well, to a well, vote, we don't, we don't have a death penalty <clears throat> in our country. No, we don't. Listen, if it was a referendum and it came to a vote, I would vote against it, of course. But I'm just saying there. It's a nuanced debate, like most. There's obviously times where I think we should just put people to death because you as a taxpayer are going to pay for that piece of shit to stay alive for 30 years or whatever. Well, no, the whole system is mess. We've agreed on that. But do, do you think Luca Magnata should deserve the death penalty? Which one's he? He's the guy who cut up the other guy and put him in a suitcase and then fled yeah. to Germany. Yeah, yeah. Listen, was the guy, about it. for our American listeners, there was a guy on a Greyhound bus at West that sawed a guy's head off and is now out of jail. Listen, they got Florida. You don't need to tell them about fucking fucked up things happening. You know, listen, I can only hope someone sends us a million. Florida does have a death penalty. Does Florida have the death? Yeah. And that's what I was about to say. I don't even think Florida has anything egregious as during a bus ride, someone getting their fucking head sawed. Oh my God. That's a Thursday. Yeah. (laughs) It's a Thursday. It's every other Thursday. They call that the early bird in Miami. Okay. We got to wrap it up unless you have more. I do. Okay. Let's hear it. Interesting concept that he did bring up was about the kids being rude to Alexa. So that's the first robot. And if they're rude to the robot, then that teaches them to be rude to other people. Not that there's necessarily a problem with, like he wasn't saying don't kick the robots. That wasn't his point. He was showing you the the problems that could happen from treating this robot with no respect. Which I guess could be a problem too if you're kicking the robot and then that robot gets sentient and it can somehow remember how badly you treated it. That could be a problem. But in the real world right now, it's, you know. I don't see the correlation. Isn't that interesting though that it's Alexa teaching them to be rude? Or Siri or whoever. Whatever. Teaching, teaching, as we were just saying, we are the only ones that teach. The machine is now teaching us. Maybe it's because we made them women that were rude to them. It's maybe that's why you're rude to it. That's um, definitely actually. I uh, hold on. I was about to make two points before you cut me off. Before I made the joke, let me just quickly. My first point was going to be: I don't agree with this because I don't think that because you talk to your iPhone rudely that you're going to then look up at a human being and be just as rude. And my second point was going to be: and maybe it's because I'm older and I didn't grow up with these things. I actually say please and thank you to Siri. As odd as that sounds, that's because you're older. It might be. Yeah. But do you disagree? Like, I don't think that because you're rude to your iPhone or Alexa, that I think it's a do- child. I, I think a child. It, I think I understand it do- that. Car. That's the, that's I think the, it doesn't help. Maybe be, you know, getting, as a child, it doesn't matter now. You know? As a child, yes. As but a child. what I'm saying is this, when Simon. Like, formulating if you're, it only your makes ideas. sense to me. Yeah. Simon, if you're raising your, if you're around and raising your child properly, whether there's an Alexa in the house or not, I don't think matters. I think that's the answer. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you disagree? Like if you right now had Alexa and you guys had another kid, do you think that just because that thing was in your house, your kid is more likely to be rude to other people growing up? No, it probably has to more with more to do with the way you're raising it. But this now, because it's just another option out there, which wasn't there before that it's just a new way. I can see what he's saying. But listen, the research isn't in yet. And this is a really new problem, right? Like it doesn't affect you at all because you're so far past it. Well, I mean, I'll give you an example. Like I'm, I'm rude to uh, automated whatevers. Yes, me too. But those aren't robots. You could argue that it is. Well, what are you I, rude to? I would argue. Do you know, like when you is. call and it's like you call, I don't know, your cable provider and they're like, 
Uh, if you would like billing, press four. I'm like, I don't want billing, you dumb cunt. That the- might as well be a... That is like the most primitive AI. It might as well be a recording. It is a recording. You know, right. So it's not... That, these. Okay, well, we anyways. know they have uh, technology that can make that call. I understand, Completely. but I'm just saying, Simon, my point is like, I'm still a very polite person. I'm rude when I don't think... Like, I think all of us are going to be rude. Again, it's not for... We're talking about children. No, I know, but hear me out. You're talking about you. No, but I'm also saying for kids even, I think there's something healthy almost in having an avenue where you're allowed to be a rude piece of shit so that you won't be that in life. Hmm, Maybe. That's a madism. That is a madism, yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm a grumpy, angry (laughs) piece of shit, but like... A mat parenting tip. I am very nice to... Like 99% of the people I encounter, I'm very polite. I hold doors. I say, thank you. I say, all that shit that I was raised to do, but I still occasionally like to be a fucking dick when I know there's zero consequence. Well, and that's what I'm saying right there is like, if a kid knows, Hey, I can tell Alexa that I, you know, to add vagina blood farts to my well, there grocery are, list. There are two things wrong with that, I guess, is that one is you just, don't want them being rude period. And then you're just not reinforcing that in any way. But two, we're living in a time now where in your kid's lifetime or these kids lifetime, maybe AI does become sentient. And again, I just, think you should not go out of your way to have be you ever told your microwave to, to fuck off yeah i have but yeah, but simon is. the wow. point i'm making again not the same but simon the point i'm making as well is like you you know i sure i AI, was joking about the second but the first i was being serious about no i get it but when i i was dead serious about like you're saying that you're sitting there like well you don't want them to be rude ever like there are so many people in your life that you're polite to that are rude back to you and you're still polite to them and that, I don't know, that eats away at me all the time. Like I read a book, there's a book sitting over there, I'll lend it to you. It's all about how how much, and again, I hate when people do this, but it's all about how much being rude costs the economy and how being rude, someone being rude to you stays with you for a long time and it eats away at you. And I read the book and I was blown away because I was like, yeah, someone being rude really can fuck up your day or your week. And I just think it's good for maybe kids to have an avenue. Like, sure, treat Alexa like shit. That's your one place, I don't know, that's the one person you can be addict to if you had a bad day well as long as the parameters are laid out i guess that isn't necessarily the worst idea but everybody would have to know that that's the what's going on all right let's wrap it up i'm good okay anything left we can talk about in the post joe how about that absolutely all right kamar rate the episode nick christakis how many jamie vernons do you give it if if he hadn't got lost so many times i would have given more but i give it a two but he made wow. me think about uh, Cal Punishment. You gave this one a two. Yeah. He kept going, ah, I forgot what I was talking about. I, I, I really found it annoying. Okay. Simon? I give it a uh, 3.7. Yeah, I give it a four. He got lost a couple of times, but I think most of the time it was because he started laughing at what Joe was saying and then couldn't I think that's Joe's fault. That. Joe does well, that often. Because he shouldn't be such a funny guy. Top twenty. Hey, there you hey, go. Hey, oh, hey. That's what I'm giving the episode. Is a two, oh. but if you ask me, that final thoughts on him. Thought is fantastic. Wish he just told four stories or whatever. Like, and it just was was tighter. I didn't even know he was selling a book. That's my final thought on this guy. So he was selling a book for sure. Pleasant surprise. There you go. 
Um, I didn't even know what the point of that book would have been. All right. We went over as we normally do. We apologize. Um, Kamar, are you playing anywhere this week? No, I'm going to take this week off. Kamar's taking this week off. <laughs> Simon, you cooking anything up this week? No. No? Okay. No, we're doing this quick. <laughs> awesome. Um, as usual, if you have any questions, comments, if you want to yell at us, if you want to give Kamar money for whatever crazy bullshit he's cooking up. Donate. <laughs> Uh, you can connect with us, uh, J-R-E-E podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Instagram, J-R-E-E podcast. Um, you can follow Kamar on Instagram, Donate. at Kamar Babar. You can follow me on Instagram, at Floydy, F-L-O-I-D with five E's. Don't bother following Simon on Instagram. And uh, I think that's, that's really it. Uh, stick around for the post, Joe. And uh, we thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. So there you guys. Have a great week. Welcome to the... Step back. Step back. Step back.